The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will be streamed live. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new and still COVID sponsored uh, episode of Critical and Thinking Podcast. Ty Barnett. Ian Harris, and we are live. We are joined today by good friend Emery. Emery, uh, that's two Emery's. That's Polly Emery. That's Emery squared. Abrasive um, twice. Abrasive twice, yes. Uh, Emery, what's up? How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. How are you, brother? Hanging in there. Um, so I know, I know uh, Emery he, for a long time. He's a, uh, a comic. He directed my first comedy special, which is also called Critical and Thinking. And uh, Emery is a, uh, um, also used to have a couple of really great podcasts, uh, Skeptically Yours and uh, Ardent Atheist, which were fantastic. I've been on many times. And I wish you were still doing them, but I, I, get, I get it. Um, yeah, we, we, we had to shut them down, my friend. We were, we were spent. Yeah, I get it. it absolutely. Well, so, so uh, I guess we're going to tie, we, we should kick right into this since we, we were talking about it in the back. Um, so the president has COVID. Um, and look, we're going to talk about, we'll bring this up. I, I, everyone knows I am the, <clears throat> generally the furthest thing from a conspiracy theory and theorist, and I don't really believe in, cons- but I'm just going to say, I'm waiting until this motherfucker starts coughing or gets on a ventilator because it's very Trump-like. He does believe in conspiracies. He does like manipulating the media. I know he wants to get out of the, uh, the debates. It's very Trump-like to hear that Hope Hicks has it and go, quick, let's announce we have it too, just to get a bunch of media attention and, and not have to do any debates. And then maybe I'll get a miraculous cure it, two weeks out. I'll, I'll hydrochloroquine will work and I'll prove everybody wrong that I... That I that's what my I'm sister did, although me. she actually had it. Was that? My sister got it, went to the yeah. hospital, was sick, really sick. Uh, they tested her. They found her positive. She rushed home because they told her to go home because she wasn't sick enough to stay in the hospital. But she went home. She procured hydroxychloroquine, according to her. That's important, too, because my sister is an insane pathological liar. She <laughs> procured hydroxychloroquine um, and... Uh, and then recovered, you know, like yeah. 98% of the people who get it do, <laughs> and then claim that hydroxychloroquine, hydroxychloroquine for the win, uh, and said Trump <laughs> saved her life. For the win. Yeah. Thank you. And, Thanks, and, Ty. And uh, no, I pick up on the wordplay. Uh, <laughs> so, and here's, here's my thing, like, as, as my, my brother- well, Can we call it hydroxychloroquining? Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, as my brother Monsoon just said, uh, just posted a, a, a GIF, GIF, whatever you call those things, that he's lying. It's called, a, it's called a GIF. A GIF, yes. I don't care what the guy who made it says. <laughs> it's called a GIF. GIF, GIF. yes. Uh, saying that the dude is lying. And here's the thing, and then I'm glad you qualified what your sister said about her being a pathological liar, because that seems to be the the open theme with most Trump supporters or most most people nowadays where they wear the willful ignorance as a badge of honor. It's weird to me. Like, like it's one of the craziest things. They'd rather just go deeper into the rabbit hole as opposed to saying, okay, I may have been off on that. Sorry. So this is, so when I saw the news last night, my wife was like, well, what? Trump has COVID and I kid you not. First of all, there's very few people on this planet that hate this dude more than me. Very few. But I didn't feel anything. I, you know what I felt like? I felt like, you know how when you watch Star Wars and, you, and, 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 and each time like a Jedi or something happened, the other side would feel it and they'd be like, oh, wait, there's a disturbance in the, 
in the fourth. I didn't feel a disturbance. I didn't feel like <laughs> it was real. I felt like, oh, yeah, I think this is bullshit. I didn't feel I like walked out not. on the porch with a pan and I banged a pan and I yelled, <laughs> he has COVID. He has COVID. Oklahoma, 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 Oklahoma. And then I said, there is good in the world. He has the virus. And everybody went to their window in our neighborhood with an earshot. Everybody came to the window and shouted a cheer. I got you. And, and so it is, when it is, Donald it is. Trump claims that that happened and that he saw it, he's lying because he lives nowhere near us. But yeah. it did happen. Well, here, and here's the thing, and this is why I say, I, I'm, I'm. So I see both sides of, of I see why you say it could be true, and, and I hope it is. I, I believe me, I hope it is. But then I, I see the other side because part of me was like, yeah, I, I this just seems too convenient. The, 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 the timing seems too convenient. But then on, on the other side of this, people say, well, he's a narcissist. And most narcissists don't want to be seen as weak. So for him to admit this is a huge thing. Uh, also for the stock market, is that like, like it makes the stock market look bad, which is his, his whole thing that he loves to brag about. So I see why, why you would think it's true. Because again, those are two things that uh, it, it might happen, but now to Ian's point, if this dude goes into the bunker for two weeks or whatever, whatever, says he took hydroxychloroquine, hydroxychloroquine comes out, miraculous, pulls the the the, the shirt and says, "Look, the <laughs> Super idiot, the, the the idiots will believe it, and it'll just it'll it'll bump up in their." I, 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 I don't I don't think I don't think it'll move the needle though because the the people who the people who are ready to drink the flavor aid, eat the poison s'mores, whatever. Those cult members, there's, there's nothing you can do either way. It, right. he, he could have it and recover. He could not have it, they wouldn't care. He could come out that he's making it up and they would be like, well, he was just doing that to own the libs. Yeah. Nothing, and the rest of us, even if he recovers and we go, good for him. If he dies and we go, good for the world. If, he, um, if it's all bullshit and we go, fuck this guy again it doesn't really move the rational thinkers who are like, who, who already know that there's a, there's a 90% chance he's going to recover. Yeah. He's obese and he's over 70. He still has a 90% chance of recovering. Statistically. That's a fact. That's a he, fact. You got to remember that just because you're elderly, just because you might even have underlying conditions. My mom may have, may have gotten it. She had two days without being able to smell anything just because those things are true. Doesn't mean you're going to die. And right. it doesn't mean you're going to end up in the hospital. You have to consider, and this is what skeptics do. I don't mean conspiracy skeptics. I mean skeptics, people who employ scientific data to arrive at, uh, at, at, at an opinion about the odds of something. The odds of what Ty just saying could happen are high. They are higher than all of the others. Right. That's probably what will happen with Trump. Now, when you start adding up all of the people in the White House and looking them as, at them as, as a group, someone's going to go to the hospital and someone's going to get on a machine and someone might die if it gets to a large enough number. This thing has a kill rate of 2% on average across the world. Right. That tells us that its kill rate is 2%. We're seeing five, 4 to 5% in the U.S. because of how badly it's being handled. And also because I, we have 40, and also because we, we are a supremely 
unhealthy country. They say 40% of people are obese in this country. That's pretty insane. Yeah. Which, which is part of it too. Well, yeah, I guess I'm not absolutely. eating uh, pizza today. <laughs> Continue. Yeah, I, I'm not unhealthy at all. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, but, <laughs> a comment here uh, says uh, he, has, he has a new symptom. Uh, he's, lost, uh, he's lost his sense of decency. <laughs> Which, you know, uh, I think I think he lost that a while ago. But yeah, that's uh, great. So maybe, my tweet maybe last... he had COVID from 30 years ago. You know, <laughs> my, one of my 40 him. tweets last night was, I certainly hope he doesn't lose his incredible sense of taste. Oh, I was going to say, somebody made a meme out of that. It was a picture of all of them with the lion and the golden arches and all this in the back. And someone said, how do we know if he's lost his sense of taste? Yeah. <laughs> uh, hilarious. So so, uh, Brett over here, by the way, he says we, we, can, we can all agree that regardless of the outcome, nothing will change. If he survives, the right will use it as proof it's not dangerous. If he dies, they'll make a conspiracy and learn nothing. And that's true. And, and, but the thing is that um, at, least, at least one of them serves the country. Um, so, you know, look, I, I don't really don't. I'm being, I'm being funny, but I'm also not being funny. People go, oh, you're such a dick. You're wishing death on somebody. Look, I'm not really wishing death on somebody. but I am. Yeah, here's the thing. I'm with I you. am. I'm sorry. I am. I'm with he's you, a, bro. He's a harmful, he's a harmful, insidious man who is doing great damage yes, to human beings by the hundreds of thousands, yeah. and great yeah. damage to the United States as a country, and great damage to the government of the United States and democracy. I wish him dead. And the I'm climate, on, and the climate. I, I am literally on the record as I wish him dead. Right. Right. He yeah. should be dead. I don't apologize for it. Nope. He can die, and that's a Not good outcome. Not but at I, all. I, I'm, I, I agree. I'm just trying to be, a, you know, a little bit more, um, you know, I don't know what the, what, what the word is, but just, well, you know, trying to be a, a little bit respectful, whatever, of life, I guess. But Really? Look, like the, the right I, is? I, I, I don't. I, I mean, the black don't. kids being shot? Like the I know, right I agree. is? I agree. I think I... Yeah, I, I'm not. If he, I'm die, not. That's if he dies, it's Amen. infinitely better for the world. Infinitely I got, better for the world. Go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I, I wanted to add. To, go ahead, Ian. I, I'm uh, to your point. Go ahead. I wanted to add something to what you're, what you're saying. No, I'm. I'm. I'm just saying that. Uh, and Karina's over here. Come. Your your wife's commenting on my page. Ty. <laughs> she oh. said, "I am." <laughs> um, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I know. Everyone here over here is like, "Damn right, I want him dead." <laughs> everyone, hey, I to go to go back to go back to a Star Wars <laughs> reference. Says it's a pro-life position to wish him dead. Exactly. <laughs> To, to go back to a uh, to a Star Wars reference, I don't know if you remember the scene where this is in the prequels, where uh, young uh, Obi Wan is fighting Anakin, who right before he turns to Darth Vader, and he has the he he has his lightsaber, and Anakin is like, "I'm coming to get you." And Obi Wan is like, "Don't do it, do not do it. I will I will end you. Do not do this." And he does anyway, and he chops off both his fucking legs and his hand, and he leaves him there to burn. And and I'm as I'm watching this and I'm like, yeah, I totally understand. You probably should have cut off his head too because he would he went he went on to be Darth Vader. So here's the thing, because I posted this this morning. I, I don't like saying I wish death on someone because it, I, I get it, but this is a different type of quote unquote person. Right. And 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 you'll have people that'll come on that'll say, oh, I can't believe how heartless you are. Now these, by the way, are the same motherfuckers. That don't care about kids. Problem with, with kids in cages. 
They had no problem with those kids being lost forever. They had no problem with those kids being raped. They had no problem with those kids dying. They have no problem with unarmed black people being killed. They have no problem with the 200 plus thousand people that this dude has killed. So to anyone that's watching our show, which I doubt our Trump supporters are watching it, but to any of those motherfuckers, fuck you and your outrage. Zen says, did anyone feel better for Hitler or bin Laden? Absolutely. That's right. And, and the other thing is, this is like you're saying, Ty, really quick to the to the loot to the uh, to the uh, Star Wars reference. What I was going to get to is that it's also at least partially uh, his doing. Yes. You know, if, if we would have done anything on a national level to make this better for the rest of the world, anything, then he probably wouldn't be. The fact is, here's the here's the stunning fact. Here's two stunning facts that I want to put out there. Number one. It's obvious that this is not under fucking control. Still. When the one guy that is supposed to be guarded above all else gets it, and everyone in the fucking administration gets it. You know that some shit's out of control, number one. Number two, you know this motherfucker's lying and his, deceit and his craziness is out of control when the majority of people are like, I'm not believing it till he dies. Because <laughs> he lies so much. That's where we are as a society. Go ahead, Emery. Sorry what you were saying. What was I going to say? I, I, I can't remember. I was going to make a point, and if it comes back, I'll make it again later. But, uh, oh, no, I know what it was. I, I absolutely wished death on the man who wished <laughs> death and said he wanted the, the, the Central Park Five put to yes. death. Yes, you know, that guy. yes. The five innocent black men. Yep. yep. I want racists to die. Yes. But, and, 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 and I'm going to go out. I'm going I'm to say this right now. I heard it on the news last night. They were talking about, and correct me I mean, if somebody can, can chime in and say who it was. I forgot. I forgot which president. There was a president during an election or a, a contender during an election that got injured, sick, hurt, hospitalized, and the other candidate put their, put their campaign on hold. And I think they actually moved the election down a few weeks or something like that. And there some people going, Will, will Biden put his campaign on hold? No. And I'm like, first off, he fucking better not because that's a Democrat move to be like, we're going to take the high road. Fuck no. the high road. Fuck if a Biden, high road. If, if Biden got COVID, Trump would be like, quick, double the ads. Tell that yeah. guy. So fuck that guy. No. Yeah, that and, guy. And, and this is the, this is the thing. And, and even because we, we, we probably should talk about the debate as well. But so to that and and. Here's the problem with Democrats. Don't get me wrong. First of all, I'm voting for Biden. I, I don't give a fuck. I'm, it's hap I'm voting for him. But here's my issue with Democrats. Is they, they still are approaching this election like, like we're in normal times. <laughs> yeah, like, like they're, they're, they're still approaching this like we're dealing with regular people, regular candidates, and regular, uh, voter, uh, regular voter bases. We're not. And it, that doesn't mean that they should be as you know corrupt like republicans it doesn't mean that it just means that you cannot keep like even like when you look at popeye and bluto yeah yeah popeye with the spinach yeah he beats the shit out of bluto but if popeye every time he just tried to fight bluto with no spinach he got his ass kicked so so you you ha democrats have to understand some when you when i watched that debate i got the same feeling i got when i watched hillary debate now, when I say this, let me qualify by saying not, not that they weren't good for the job because Hillary Clinton was way more qualified for the job. I'm talking about how you approach the bully. And they didn't approach the heat. Biden didn't approach the bully that way, even though he was 
kind of do it. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because the second that he said, shut up, clown, Trump supporters jumped on that. Like, oh, look at how unpresidential this is. Oh, my God. You know, so he was kind of damned if he did, damned if he didn't. But this attitude that Republicans are somehow going to be decent. Republicans have to, I mean, Democrats have to stop thinking that. Stop. They keep showing you who the fuck they are. They, they, and if I was a Republican, I got to be honest with you. I'm like, shit, these motherfuckers keep letting me hit them in the face. <laughs> they, they just keep letting well, me hit them in the face. Well, and, 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 and to your point, I think that, you know, he not, I will say this though. I, I will say that Biden did better than Hillary in that I don't think we should worry about what the Trump supporters say when he called him a clown. I would have liked to see him go a little bit deeper, but, but here's the thing that, that's important to, to realize. After that, after the, the Clinton, Clinton debates, I was like, I've never seen a bigger ass whooping in my life. But it was like 50-50 of people who thought Hillary won and Trump won. And I was like, what fucking debate did you watch? Right. This last one, it was like 70-30. Everyone thought Biden won this last debate. And I actually have two things that, that I took away from this from Facebook, my, my crazy, crazy right-wing Trump-supporting friends and relatives. I saw a couple of comments that blew me away. One of them was, I think, I actually think Biden looked more presidential from a hardcore Trump supporter. And the other one I heard a few times was, that was a shit show. Neither one of them said anything. Oh, stop. Which, which is right. Yes. To a, to a rational person, stop. But when you hear that from a Trump supporter, that's an admission of Trump got his ass kicked. Because normally, normally you watch this and they walk away going, Trump beat him on every single step. And for them to even concede that it was that Trump didn't get anything said either and that it was a shit show, that's a win. When they're like, I mean, of course, they're never going to admit that Biden said anything proper. But the fact that they said, yeah, Trump didn't say anything either and it was a shit show, to oh, me, that's not that's, a win. Yeah. That, 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 that's what, what, absolute was your, what, was your, what was your takeaway from it, Emery? Dude, first of all, both of them said significant things. Biden just was unable to be heard because yappity, 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 yappity from an idiot. Right. And Trump said something that was profoundly important. And no one should ever forget that he mocked Biden for wearing masks right. while he was probably infected with coronavirus. Well, yep. here's the other that thing. is the most significant thing that was said during that debate. He also went after Biden's fucking dead son. I didn't hear it, by the way. I want everybody here to know I didn't watch the debate. I instead live streamed my opinion of the debate while watching <laughs> Star Trek. <laughs> I, here's what I did. I actually watched the debate later and I, I watched, I got home late, so I had to record it. I watched all the commentary. I watched all the clips. I watched CNN, MSNBC, Fox. I went back and forth. And then I watched the debate and I kind of skimmed. I'd watch like 10 minutes and go, Jesus Christ, lose my mind and scoop, scoop. So I didn't watch it from beginning to end, but I got the basic. He, he went after him, called him a drug addict, yeah. uh, asked him about his cocaine use or whatever. I mean, first off, what does that have to do with anything? But second, the fact that Biden didn't go over and rip his fucking orange head off was to me pretty cool that Biden was just like, I would have liked Biden to say something like, well, at least my kids can run a charity. Or uh, if he was alive, he'd be able to run a charity or at least, yeah, it was something. Like, at least I'm not trying to fuck my son. Um, that would have been nice. Uh, <laughs> I need Biden to say anything. I didn't need to watch that debate. Yeah, I don't no. need to watch another debate. If you, as my friends, learn something that will change my vote, 
from anybody but Trump, which is what my vote is right now, please call and let me know. Otherwise, I don't give a shit about what any of these people have to say. Yeah. I would vote for a wet cat with a fist up its ass before I would vote for Donald Trump. Third party. Uh, so listen. <laughs> hey, you leave, you leave Jill Stein out of this. So uh, a couple comments here. Uh, Kristen says, I hope he treats himself with hydroxychloroquine bleach and disinfectant. Alan says, uh, the lion bimbo Barbie press secretary went to the press conference knowing she was exposed and didn't say anything. Uh, and then uh, Kristen says again, Trump didn't put uh, his campaign on hold when Hillary had pneumonia. Exactly. Wait, you know, and by the way, Trump- Not actually, only that, he mocked her while she had it. Right. He yeah. mocked her, and, he made fun of her. And, and yeah. Trump, by the way, Trump went on Wednesday. So he knew that Hope Hicks, he didn't know he had it but he knew that he was exposed to it on the airplane with Hope Hicks. And he went to a fundraiser, a private indoor fundraiser on Wednesday, knowing yeah. he was exposed to it. And, like, and that's and the kind so, of guy you're dealing with here. So, but this is why I say watching that debate, I, I as I watched it, I'm like, man, you know what? I, I, I if you're, if you're a, a mature adult, you looked at it like, man, come on, November can't come fast enough. Let's get this motherfucker out of here. Right. You know? But if you if you are his base, I, I'm sitting there watching this like they are eating this shit up. They are loving the fuck that, the fact that he's just lying because they don't even care that he's lying. They just he's just louder. And right. and when you look at this, I, I said it was kind of like Biff Tannen and Doc Brown. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like like I'm gonna trust Doc Brown. This motherfucker knows more about time travel and all that shit. Biff is just a shitty person. So. When I watch this debate go down, when I watch, I'm like, man, understand something. Two things that I took away from this. That dude went up there with that much bravado and that much confidence after fucking up the country. Do you like after <laughs> fucking things up? Yeah, he went up yeah, there yeah. like he like he had nothing to do with any of this shit that's going on. Yeah, yeah. And and you you have to understand this is Wrong. why. This is why I keep, right? <laughs> I keep coming back and telling people this. From here forward, where we, people should have stopped doing this a while ago. From here forward, stop blaming the Democrats. Stop yeah. saying the Democrats haven't shown me enough. The Democrats right. aren't doing this. The Democrats yeah. have laid out their platform. It's there. All you have to do is fucking go look at it. If you don't want to go look at it, then that's on you. Because at this point, the only reason. The only fucking reason that monster got up there with that much confidence and still lied and still acted ass is because he knew that he had enough people in this country that would mm -hmm. cheer him on and not mm -hmm. give a fuck. We so it, are here to celebrate four years exactly. of black folk fucking up. Exactly. This is, is why we have to, to do. This is why we have to come back to this thing of saying, what, who are we? Right. So, because because for this dude, he he had no problem mentioning Antifa, no problem mentioning the the radical left, no problem mentioning Hillary, no problem mentioning Obama. But when it came time to denounce him, Proud Boys, stand back and stand by. Now, now, real quick, I'm 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 you know I'm not remotely defending him. He did not denounce white supremacy. He has now, of course, but he didn't do it when he had he was given ample chance. I know he's a racist. I think he's a vile racist. I think he's an overt racist. I think he 100% didn't denounce white supremacy when he was asked. He was asked if he would denounce white supremacy, and his response was, 
And by the way, I'm quoting um, Ben Shapiro right now. That piece of shit. His response was, yes. And then another question was asked. I don't remember what it was. And he said, sure, along the same lines. And then I think he even said, sure, again. And then he wrapped it up with, to the Proud Boys, specifically, stand down and stand by. No, no, stand back and stand by. So. No, no, hold on. You, you, missed, you missed one thing. That he denounced white supremacy because he said the word yes and ignores the fact right. that he literally told those guys right. hold tight. I, but, I'll but, let but, you know when to jump into action. Here's my point. I don't. I don't think he did that, and I'm not defending him. I just don't. I think. I think he's way too fucking stupid uh, to be on the fly. I really. I really think what happened. And and again, I'm gonna say this a thousand fucking times. Not defending him. I don't think he, when he said stand down, stand by, that that's what he was doing or stand back, stand by. What I think happened was he was looking for a way to get out of, of denouncing them. And he, I don't remember him saying, yes, I do remember him saying, sure, Trice. He goes, sure, sure. And then he goes, sure, but let me just say, let me just say the left is far worse. Let me just say the left is far worse. And Wallace kept saying, will you denounce them? And he goes, who? Who is it you're looking for? And Biden said, Proud Boys. And he goes, what is it you want me to do? And, and Wallace said, ask them to stand down. And he goes, whatever, whatever. And then he says, um, you want me to tell Proud Boys, stand back, stand by. Now, I really think that he was just paying lip service. And I think he didn't know when he said stand down and he said Proud Boys, he said Proud Boys, what are they supposed to do? Stand back, stand by? I th- it's just like when he said the plane flew over it's, a, it's a, a hydrosonic plane. Or when he said, it's a thing called herd mentality. It's herd developed. He just knows one word and he doesn't know what any of it means. And he just says stuff that he thinks people want to hear. So when they said, will you tell them to stand down? He goes, what do you want me to say? Proud boys, stand by. What? I think, I think it was more of just a distraction for him. I don't think he was like secret call to action. Um, I think they took it that way, and that's all that matters. And I think that he refused to denounce white supremacy, and that's all that matters. But I really don't think that he's smart enough to be like, you said stand, by, stand down, but I'm going to turn that and say stand by. I don't think he's fucking sharp enough to do that. I think it just shows that he's a fucking idiot. And I, I, don't, I, don't, I agree that he's yeah. not smart enough. I, I agree with that. But I also, and I posted something about this the next day. You're talking about somebody who has lied about a university for years, right? years. He, he's lied about his taxes for years. He's pretended to be a successful businessman for years. He's pretended to have a university for years. He pretended that a, a pandemic that we're still dealing with was not as bad. He had no problem going in front of the American public and saying this. So to me, when he says, even if, even if he's just looking for something, the fact that he couldn't even pretend right. to denounce no, he White was just paying supremacy. lip service. What do you want me to say? That okay, I'll say it. Like he didn't fucking get it. And 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 that is, that is why I say again. I come back to the people. This falls on us. And at this point, if again Republicans keep showing you who the fuck they are, that this is them. There is nothing different about them. They, they, this is who the fuck they are. We are the dumb fucks that keep expecting them to be something different. Right. We're the ones that are sitting here talking about like right now as they're closing. Uh, all but one polling place to where you do, and they're doing it in two states. It was a, I saw Florida 
uh, no, Texas, and then someone just told me Florida they're doing somewhere where they're trying to close all these places where you can drop off ballots. This is what they're doing it blatantly. This is why I said if I was a Republican, I'd be like, fuck. These motherfuckers are letting this but, 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 all here, shit. And here's the so fun the funny thing about that. I mean, it's not funny. It's so obvious, but I had a, 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 a online fight with somebody yesterday. One of my typical, I've got, a, I've got my own little uh, basket of deplorables that, that, that frequent my fucking page. But one of this guy was like, I actually agree with the governor of Texas because uh, it, it will slow down fraud or whatever. I said, oh, explain to me how drop boxes will slow down fraud. And because I'm like, so first off, let me explain. A drop box, you say that we know the mail-in voting is there's no fraud. They've done multiple tests multiple uh, 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 um, investigation to do it and there's minimal fraud. And you can also drop your ballot off, your, your, you, first off it's sealed, but you can drop it in the mail, mail it. You can drop it in at the polling station right. or you can turn it in and then vote at the polling station, okay? They only take one, they don't take both. And this dude said, um, and, and I said, well, the, the, Trump is saying he doesn't want mail, so he's doing all this shit to fuck with the mail. So they're opening up drop boxes because if mail is fraud, put in a drop box and you won't use the mail. And now they're saying, oh, we can't have drop boxes. And this dude literally said to me, well, what could happen is you could go ask all of your neighbors for their ballots and tell them that you're going to drop them off in the drop box for them and then ask which ones voted for Trump and then throw those away. Like, that's what you're worried about. You're worried about millions of people asking their neighbors for their absentee ballots so they can figure out who voted for what and then throw them away. And you'd have to ask, who did you vote for? Trump? Cool. Who's gonna, first off, who's going to do that? It's a sealed fucking thing. And second of all, if you're worried about fraud and the, and the, you could still do that and drop it off to the polling station. I could still ask all my neighbors and I could still take it to the post office. I could still take it to the polling station the day of. A drop box doesn't make the well, it doesn't first make of all, sense. First of all, what neighbor <laughs> just say, hey, you guys, I know we don't really speak about politics that often, um, but hey, why don't you give me your ballot there? You Never mind my Trump flag. <laughs> don't mind that shit. That's, I just put it up there for, you know, I, I, I'm actually against him. Give me your ballots and I'll take it in. What neighbor is trusting that person to do that? Does just say, here, yeah, I ain't got shit to do. Here, we're still in a pandemic. Motherfuckers don't have anywhere they have to be all the time now. So the fact that he is willing to think that that is a scheme, <laughs> that, you know, either tells me, one, he's stupid as fuck, or that's something that they would do. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? So I, I honestly... It, it's something they would... It, it's exact. That's something he was like, wait a second, maybe I could find out all my liberal friends, tell them I'll take their ballot to the, right. but, but it's just so, what, that has nothing to do with drop boxes. Well, but, but here's the thing, and regardless of what people need to understand is that they're doing more and more stuff to show you exactly what they're trying to do. Now, again, this, everything I'm saying now has nothing, I'm not addressing Trump supporters. I, I, I stopped caring about what their opinion is and what they think anyway. This is to people who are still on the fence which i still don't how are you on still i don't know i have no idea i have no idea unbelievable right the people who are still on the fence If you're still on the fence then you just enjoy a fence post up your ass pretty much (laughs) that that, because again there is if you go back and look at these things and you say okay if you were still on the fence two years ago eh, okay i don't agree with it but okay but we're we're almost four years into this now with a litany, a whole bunch of shit that this, that has not only happened with him, but the Republican Party. 
And if you still think that there is not something wrong that you need to at least change the course that we're on, then again, you can blame Biden and Harris if you want to, but the issue is you. Either right. This is not, not a defense of the ignorant when I say it, but you do have to understand, Ty. The people who are still supporting him are not getting the information that you and I and Ian are getting. We are in a different bubble. Right, and but that's, that's us. That's us, Emory. I'm talking about the people, not, not, I'm talking about the people who say they aren't Trump supporters, but for some reason still think that this is debatable. Like, how I, do you think to them? Right. I, I'm guessing that they must be consuming Fox News and OWN. Sure. I'm guessing that they are those, that's got to be folks who are in those bubbles. Right. And listen, the internet is definitely doing this to our society. You know, social, um, what's it called, guys? The, the movie, social, um, dilemma. social Dilemma. Yeah. Social Dilemma lays it out, man. It, these things are true. We right. have been programmed by machines that accidentally programmed us this way. Right. right. So, yeah. so uh, the but, Fox News people aren't accidentally programming their people, and, uh, and OWN isn't doing that accidentally. Um, but that's what's at work, and that's, I think, why we have these fence sitters who just like a post up their ass. I well, don't and, and understand. Go ahead. No, I just want to say, I'm going to go ahead and finish your, your thought, Ramery. Well, I, I, I don't understand why all of us on every side of this can't recognize that we have been, to certain degrees, programmed. And I really hate, Ian, when I hear you start pushing a conspiracy theory of any kind ever. Well, I'm not pushing No it. matter I'm how you package it, it. I think that's dangerous. I think it's dangerous to just be throwing it out there. That's what Fox yeah, News I, does. But look, look, look. People I'm, I'm are not, saying. Okay, no, no, no. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Sense that? hold up. I'm not pushing it. I'm throwing, here, here's the thing. The fact is there is, I still think there is zero evidence either way. I, I don't have any evidence that he has it. I have, I have, I have his tweet. Um, I, I don't. So I'm not saying that, and I'm not saying I believe it. I'm just saying the fact is that um, this is, this is if you talk about Occam's razor, this is more likely something Trump would do than not, in my opinion. He is a conspiracy. And, 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 and that, my friend, is how conspiracies are born and sure. thrive. I'm sorry. Agree. And I agree, is. but again, I'm not saying that there's evidence for it, but I'm also saying there is zero evidence that he has fucking COVID other than his tweet. That's it. There's zero evidence that he's lying about having it. And Agreed. there is, in fact, evidence. Yeah, there's zero evidence that he's lying about having it. Sure. There is evidence that he is a liar, but right. there's zero evidence that he's lying about and having it. And all I'm it. saying is- That's and, and, important. And, and, absolutely. And I'm, and I'm saying that right now. And I also think there's zero evidence- Wrong. Because of his lying that he has it. There's zero evidence. We, the only thing we know oh, is- because of, I'm sorry. I won't say wrong to that. There is evidence that he has it. Hope Hicks- came w down with it. He spent massive amounts of time in right. her, uh, uh, around her. Yeah. So Hope Hicks I mean, came, I, I, came down with I it. Hope, Hold on, I'm gonna give it you. You said there's no evidence that he has it and you're wrong. There uh, is I, great evidence that he has it. Um, uh, okay. He tweeted that he had it. Yes, he's a liar, but he tweeted that he had it. As Ty pointed out and anybody else with a brain will point out that it's, it does more damage to him for him to get it than it does to never get it. That is obvious. But, so, but see, again, hold up. Tim, Emery, that, that, that also is the same conspiracy type shit. It does, it would do this, because so, I could say the other thing. I would say it does more damage the other way to say, so 
to say that it would do more damage to again i'm not pushing this i'm not saying he didn't do it i'm not saying that i'm, I'm just saying, I'm saying i don't you, believe I, i'm waiting for all the evidence because i want to see if he gets sick or whatever because then, I just, then you know I just what don't believe. you know what that's great and by the way they've, they've reported uh, uh by the way First of all, I hope he does. Reason, I really I'll does. give you some evidence that I'll give you some evidence that he has it. I'll give you the best evidence there is. Thirty minutes before it was announced publicly, there were there were planes in the air, wheels up, to protect the borders of the United States. Unprecedented move, by the way. Thirty minutes before it was announced, a guy who knows that that's what we would do with the military if he got it started looking to see if we had planes in the air to protect our borders from nuclear attack from, from bad guys, should he get it? That is a, that's a great slice of evidence um, right there. Okay. So really quick, I want to go back, because I, I, although all, the, all my, for some reason my fucking shit goes off. So I'm, I, got, 20, I got comments over here too. I have like 200 okay. comments that have gone by, but I wanted to say something back to what we were talking about. Um, a couple of people had mentioned that they were going to, we're talking about dropping out votes. Um, we can get back to this stuff, but a couple were saying that, that Harley and, and Brett were saying that they, that they collect their ballots for their neighbors and they take them in. And, and Brett was like, yeah, my neighbors trust me because we're fucking neighbors and we fucking know each other and I wouldn't do that. And Harley was saying there's a lot of people where, where she's at too that are worried about getting there, worried about COVID, so they're collecting ballots and taking it. And I, and I, th I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, I, take my wife's, I take my wife's ballot in. Um, but the fact is it's sealed and that dropping off someone's ballot doesn't mean you're committing fraud. And if, you, and if you trust somebody enough to drop off their ballot, they're probably not throwing it away, opening. And if they open it up to see who you voted, with, voted for, and it's your guy, now that ballot is, is, is useless. You'd well, so for this, for this to be a fraud thing is nonsense to me. I think there's nothing well, wrong with it's not a fraud thing. So, 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 okay, well, a couple of things real quick. Um, I had comments over here. I want I wanted to say the comment and then I'll go to what you just said. Uh, in reference to him denouncing uh, white supremacists, uh, Rafe says, uh, ever notice uh, he only denounces it in prepared statements, which is true because I had, people, I had people come on my page and say, he's done it multiple times. And actually they sent me three, two or three different videos of him denouncing the Charlottesville situation. That's, and they said, look, he's doing it all the time here. No, 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 you sent me one video and you sent me three different angles of the same fucking video. So that's that. Now. As far as the neighbors go, I have a crazy ass neighbor that lives a building over. I got two of them. This chick is a hardcore Trump supporter. Hardcore Trump supporter. She walks her dog all the time. Cute dog. I actually have more respect for the dog than her. <laughs> and I guarantee you, if this chick came to my fucking house, came over and said, hey, hey, can we, I'll take your ballot in for you because we both have dogs. There's no fucking way. There's no fucking way would I do that. Now, that doesn't mean that other people don't have neighbors that they trust. I am just sure. also saying to go back to the thing I said about how Democrats are playing these things nowadays. We aren't in normal times. Think about what we talked about uh, one or two podcasts ago, Ian. September 11th, the entire country mourned the death of 2,962 people. The entire country mourned them sure today 40 percent of the fucking country literally doesn't give a fuck right that two hundred and twelve thousand people have died so 
No, we don't have this. These aren't the same normal time. I'm not saying. Right. So, 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 so you agree with Florida and Texas? No, no, I know. I'm, I agree oh. with the fact. I, I agree. I'm just saying I, that the idea that it's, that it's rife for fraud. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just saying, I'm saying I don't trust, I don't trust my neighbors to just take my ballots in. Well, I'm right. saying, I, I'm saying I, because I, I've seen, because you're talking to somebody who believed in humanity three sure. years ago. Right, but, but see, that's, I, I what, no that's, what, that's what Trump is saying, is that you can't trust these liberals to take your ballots in, so we need to get rid of all mail-in ballots and drop boxes. That's literally their argument. You can't trust people, so no, therefore you can't have drop boxes. I, I'm, no, no, I'm not talking about the drop boxes. I'm talking about keep, keep as many as we can, but I wouldn't trust a neighbor to take well, mine. fuck no. That's I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. But I, mean, I don't think most that. people do, but the point is the people that do live in these rural areas, if you do, that's cool. That's on you. But I just don't think that there's millions of people out there trying to collect their neighbor's ballots to throw them away. And also, you'd have to either open it up or ask, oh, before I take your ballot, who did you vote for so I know to throw it away? I mean, that, who's doing that? I'm just saying that the, 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 if that's our excuse for why we shouldn't have mail-in and drop-off ballots, it's a fucking stupid I, excuse. I gave, I gave up a long time ago thinking that nothing is possible. Uh, and, 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 and let me tell you what, I, I agree with you that in a normal situation, what you're saying makes absolute sense because we would be still in a civil society. We don't have that, and it's unfortunate. And it's unfortunate that we have to be this distrustful yeah, of yeah. our neighbors. But this is where we, I mean, bro, we all watch the same well, fucking debate. And, and it's if also, all of us watch that same debate, and, and, and half of us came away from, or like, I mean, you said 70% believe Biden won, but if, even, if, even if fucking 10% of the fucking <laughs> people watch that shit and said, man, look at how strong Trump is. Because right. again, this is after he's fucked up. So, so we already know that these motherfuckers are in a cult. We already know that these people will do whatever they can to keep this dude in power. I saw a video the other day where the dude says, listen, if Biden wins, if, if, if Trump wins, we're ready for the liberals to come after us. But if Biden wins, we are already prepared to go to war. Now, do you understand how crazy that fucking sounds? So, so, so no, 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 no. I, 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 I know exactly what the fuck is going on in Texas and in Florida with them trying to reduce the number of drop boxes. But I also have, to, we have to stop fucking thinking that we are in normal times. No, of course not. The only not. logical thing to say with regard to the mail-in voting baloney is it's bullshit. There is no reason to think, believe, no or say that there is fraud in that Zero. voting system. That is the response. Yep. There is no evidence that there's fraud. There is only lies that there is fraud. Yep. And those lies are coming from someone who only can win the election by eliminating Legal. votes. Right. That is all that needs to be said, guys. Everything else is noise that helps them. When you dive deeper into this discussion, you are feeding a monster that is doing zero good for our cause. Our no, that's, cause that's absolutely right. There's zero. 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 You have zero. If They've done you multiple are worried about mail-in voting, then don't mail-in vote. Right. I am not. No. I will if I'm given the opportunity in my state to do so. If I live in a state where the Republicans are able to make it so that we can't vote by mail-in voting, I will put my life at risk to remove this monster. Absolutely. And you should too, and, and, and that should be the discussion. And here's the thing, uh, there's a couple states, I know for sure Oregon, Oregon only has mail-in voting. 
A lot of people, a lot of people don't know that. Uh, <laughs> Oregon only has mail-in voting. They don't have polls. So, and it's been working just fine for Oregon for all these years. It, yeah, it's, it's a complete, not, they've, done te- they've done investigations, it's a complete nonsense. And, and the fact is that what they're trying to get rid of are the drop boxes. But the drop boxes were a, yeah. were a response to their claim that mail-in voting was bad. So they said, cool, well, then let's not trust the mail. Let's put up drop boxes so you don't have to use the mail. And now they're trying to eliminate drop boxes. Actually, Trump, the Trump administration is suing seven states. Yeah. All, all, like all, all the swing states, by the way, Pennsylvania was mm-hmm. suing them to eliminate drop boxes. Well, if mailing is bad, then why would you not want drop boxes? It doesn't make sense. Exactly. It, it's completely- and, and, but see now, everything you're laying out right there, bro, in a normal society, would sure. be a red flag. Red flags all over the goddamn place. Right. But people are looking at that like, ah, oh, man, can you really believe this dude who's breaking down statistics? You see what I'm saying? So okay. this is why I say we have to stay the course and understand, to Emery's point, is it like, yo, let's cancel out the noise of this other shit. Yeah. And it's hard to do. It, it, I, I'm not going to lie. This shit is fucking hard to do. I told you, Emery, you don't even know, bro. Ian and I, we, 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 we start out thinking that we're not going to talk about the shit we talk about. And then, <laughs> We just get hit with a barrage of shit we got to talk about. Yeah, well, I, I want to make sure I talk about something that's really, really significant to this particular podcast. And that is, I just want to, uh, can, is someone in control? Can we put Ty Barrett up while I'm talking? Because Ty Barrett needs to be on the screen while I'm talking for the viewers, okay? I just want to compliment Tom Barrett on whatever filter he, oh, on, on Ty Barrett. Ty I'm Barnett. Yes. Tom oh, Barnett. Barnett. I'm sorry. I, I, I know I know Ty's name. I'm an idiot. Um, Ty, I just need to compliment you on whatever filter you found. I know that it's it, it's got to be uh, the same filter used uh, by Cardi B that makes the diamond cr- encrusted N throw beautiful light across your face. That's <laughs> that genius, is, that, my friend. That's, that's just natural light, bro. That's <laughs> None of us deserve to be on this podcast with the brilliance of the New York coming off of Ty oh, Barnett. I appreciate that. That's that you know I got a rep since I haven't been able to go in a year. Fucking man, crazy. That with, that with Richard Pryor behind you, man. That's the hey, only. Hey man. Hey and you and, know uh, how to podcast. My 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 wife hates that by the way. Even though it's it's I made that. Like I I photoshopped oh. all three of those things. I made that like back in the day when my Photoshop skills weren't the greatest. I still like it, but oh, if I were to make it now, I'd make it totally different. Uh, Man, but I appreciate I, that. I, I, all I can think with him behind you is how long will this shit go on? Oh my <laughs> god, bro! You know what I watched the other day? Um, I watched uh, Sunset Strip again. Yeah. And here's here's what I always hope, tell people about why prior when when I get asked like my what my major influence is, the thing I still do is I watch the audience. And I watch the audience and you see the the makeup of the audience and you see yeah. so many different people laughing at the same shit. And bro, it was one of the things as a kid, when I looked at that and I was like, man, look at how this black man is making all of these people yeah. dig the same material. Yeah. And so he's always, that's been my number one influence, period. Even yeah. now, he's, you know. He's my yeah, my, my number my, one influence. Go, ahead. go, go. I was just going to say, my favorite thing is, I always point this out. Like you, you look at uh, like I think I still think the greatest comedy concert ever put on film is live in concert from Long Beach, the one with the with the, where Patti LaBelle opened. Up. I think it's the greatest ever. But he has some jokes that that from like 1973, where he's talking about um, 
about cops getting pulled over. It's like, oh, white, white people don't know. Like, he goes, he goes, white people, you, you all know, you all know the officer because they live in your neighborhood. You know him as it's Officer Timpson. Hey, Officer Timpson. He's like, <laughs> we have to be like, I am reaching in my pocket for my wallet. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you think that that was 50 <laughs> fucking years ago. Right. 50 fucking years ago, he's talking yeah. about, I'm reaching. And then you have like Philando Castillo. Yeah. Who was, I am reaching in my pocket. Boom, shoot him. Yeah. We're still... Still, from since yeah. 1973, I am reaching in my pocket for my wallet. Like, yeah. and that was a joke and it was funny, but it was so fucking real. And then, yeah. you know, you listen to the, the one in Long Beach where he's talking about, you know, you don't want to go to Long Beach and get arrested. He goes, you know, you know, cops have a chokehold they use to break a N-word. <laughs> he goes, yeah. did you know that? He goes, look, all the black people are like, yeah, we know that. All the white people are like, we had no idea. He's like, yeah, yeah. you get your head. Boom, did you break him? Oh, shit, I broke him. Uh, can you break one? I don't know. Let me look in the. Oh, yeah. There you go. Page three. You can. Break. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah, like that's that's, that's all about that. That's all about stop fighting. Stop resisting. Yep. Stop yeah. resisting. Um, uh, no one resists um, uh, who isn't being uh, uh, physically harmed. Uh, yeah. the, it, 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 the system is built to create resistance. Therefore, they right. can abuse people. We have a. We have a president, a sitting president, who literally said to the police, don't protect their head yeah. when you put them in the car. He literally yeah. said that. But see, now, that's Remember what we used to do to those guys? We'd break but, them. We'd... But that's the type of shit right there when, when, when I hear people talk about this dude, like none of that shit happened. I'm like, I, I'm yeah, not I crazy. It, I, I know what the fuck it. I heard. I um, don't get it. Uh, so okay, so now real quick, I want to I got to get because this comment right here kind of goes into it. Was, so much shit happened in a week that it, it, it's weird, bro. So 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 to to uh, Reggie, Reggie just said um, Trump is broke. Trump is in trouble, and he owes uh, even uh, even if he sold a Trump Towers, <laughs> he would still be broke. And uh, if he loses the election, then there's the whole trouble of him, uh, a whole lot of trouble coming his way, which goes to the tax thing. So, uh, and then little Rob says, as far as the, uh, the, the people still on the fence, that's ignorance. There shouldn't even be a fence. And, uh, and, but before you get to the taxing real quick, right. uh, uh, Zen over here points out Brad Parscali or Parscale, whatever. Have you guys watched that motherfucker resist? Uh, man, did you see him? <laughs> did you see him get arrested? Yeah. Shirtless no. POS, man? Yeah. I mean, the Trump, I mean Trump's it, fucking campaign, campaign guy. Was the yeah, yeah, manager. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a superstar on cops. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. I, I, and uh, I so so this is why I say oh, and then to to uh your point uh Emery about them putting planes in the air. Uh, Krista said uh crisis nuclear deterrent command planes were scrambled on both coasts thirty minutes before his tweet. There you um, go. That's evidence right there. Yeah. Cool. So I, I I also wonder this. Could it, which I, I don't know because I don't know how many tests he's done and he should do another test today. There is also the possibility of a false positive, which we've, we've been seeing a lot more of. I know several people that have had false positives. I, I truly hope it's not a false positive. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Did I just see uh, you praying? That was weird. Yeah, I'm, pray, I, I'm <laughs> yeah, praying. Yeah, right, right. I'm, I'm praying. You know, you I'm know praying we hate God, Emory, Lord Trump. Emery, you know, you know the world is coming to an end when you see Ian praying. You know, <laughs> just, if you ever see that happen, 
Just go call all your loved ones and tell them because yeah. you know shit's Man, coming. when my mom texted me last night and said that Trump has COVID, I said, went, I may hmm. have to believe there's a God because God <laughs> just said, stand back, don't uh, bother to stand by. <laughs> uh, my, my, my wife uh, put up here that she thinks that my prior poster is a kitty poster. Uh, whatever. Uh, and he's a superhero. But but by the way, my influences my my influences were uh, uh, George Carlin, uh, Richard Pryor, um, uh, later Eddie Murphy, later um, uh, when I learned, and this is kind of weird, but oddly enough, um, uh, uh, the the guy who put a, a condom on his head, Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel is those were my main influences. Yeah. Then, yeah. then later when I became a pro comic and started working, it, it became Bill Hicks as someone that I uh, right. I paid attention to. Those, me, those, that's the core of who made me. My first comedy album was Bicentennial N Word. I, I, I want to believe that I can't say the I, name of the fucking album. I want to. I want to ask you something. I want to ask you something, Emery, because Ian and I got into this discussion. Uh, a while back, you know, but, you know, we've known each other for a long time, but we started talking about comedy in general. So I want to ask you something because the, the conversation came up about Eddie Murphy. And and, and yeah. I told somebody, I said, man, if you would have asked me where Eddie Murphy was is on the list of comedians 20 years ago for me, I would have said number, you know, he's in the top five. One, two, three, right? Yeah, one, two, three, he, right? he definitely he, was an influence for me but, as well. There's, there's one more for say, me but, and that would... I was definitely influenced by by uh, I want to make sure I said Cosby as well, but only uh, early, early Cosby, uh, right. pre 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 drug Cosby. Yeah, for, for, I, for I, me, I always go. I always go. Uh, early Dennis Miller was one of my top. And then afterward, he. I always say. I always yeah, say. I yeah. loved funny Dennis Miller. See? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, so this, so this is what I, I want to ask you. Miller, it was this, over. This is what right. I want to ask you um, because early on it was Eddie Murphy in the top five, but now being in this business as long as I have been. And I got a, a little bit of shit from other comedians about this. When I say Eddie Murphy is not in my top, I wouldn't put him in my top 10 of all time yeah, I mean, comedians. And when I, when I explain that to people, I say it's because I watch his material now. It's only two specials I can go off of. And, I, and I've seen a ton of other comedians that are funnier a long time. But now, if you ask me comedic influence... Eddie Murphy is still top one, two, three. Right. Easy. Right. Easy. Yeah, right. I'm, right. The, right. I'm the exact, I'm the exact same way. You, it you was, every, so, everything when I was growing up was Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy. It made me want to do, but now that I look back and go, as a stand-up, he wasn't that great. He was a great exactly. comedic actor. He was amazing at what he did, and he influenced me yeah. more than almost anybody when I was young. That's right. But That's as right. a comic, I'm like, yeah, he's not, he's not that great guy. Well, so, the reason, so the let reason me he comes this. off the show. Oh, go ahead, Ty. I want to hear so this. Question. This is my question to you. And if, if it piggybacks to Eddie Murphy, that's cool. But I want to ask you, who was a comedian that you, when you were coming up, thought was one place, but then after you were in it, you changed your perspective on where they were? Well, Eddie Murphy is one of them for sure. And the reason is because I realized that Eddie Murphy was influencing me through prior. Right. That's, that's, that's all it was. Once I realized that there were that there were levels of the influence that actually belonged to somebody else. Right. In other words, the things about Eddie that influenced me, I really had, had already gotten that influence from. It was just carried a little further sure. by Eddie Murphy. Um, I thought he was good. I, I, I'm not sure I take him off the top 10, uh, but... 
but I understand, I understand your position on this, you know, I mean, I mean, you gotta, Although you he, gotta make room on the top 10 for, um, you know, I don't know why his name is eluding me. Everyone here knows who I'm trying to think of black and white days, uh, died from his addiction and was arrested for his words. Um, oh, you're talking about, talking about Lenny Bruce, Lenny Bruce. When I, when I discovered Lenny Bruce, uh, that's when, uh, structure and content became important to me. You, you, you know, know what you I mean? Know, you know who people, and again, a lot of people are going to be like, he's a piece of shit. Maybe as a human. Um, but you know who actually is a really good comic that you, a lot of people don't realize is Woody Allen. Uh, yeah, no, I, I love Woody Allen. He belongs um, on the top 10 shelf, I but, think. But I think, I think top 10, wait, wait, top 10 comedians? Have you ever seen? Well, you know, that's that's where it gets it gets hairy there, Ty. You're right. I'm just You're right I'm I'm just talking up. I'm just talking straight stand up. Just yeah, have you ever seen, yeah, have you ever seen his straight stand up? He's not on the stand up show. He, okay. Yeah, but he he is very good though. Is my point. He he is okay. he's a lot better than you watch it. You're like, God damn, this guy was great. But but here's my thing about Eddie Murphy is that the reason I bump him up a little bit again is is you have to put him. In, his material wasn't that great. It was a lot of it was pretty easy hack shit. But his when he talked in Delirious and in his very first one. When he talked about his family and did his characters, there's not many people that are better than him at doing that sort of characters and 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 all the impressions and all the stuff. That's why he got on Saturday Night Live when he was 19 fucking years old. Right. Well, you're um, you're, you're actually illustrating why um, he gets bumped down a little bit more for me because he's really just showing me at that point he's not showing me Richard. Uh, he's, right. Uh, he's 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 showing me Bill Cosby. You know what I'm saying? I mean I mean sure. it. it, it it's it's a little unfair because well, of the way so time works. But, you know, but Carlos over here asks, he goes, "What well, you already mentioned Bill Hicks, but he goes, what about Bill Hicks? I hear a lot of comedians say that he was overrated. What do you guys think? That's weird because I always hear the exact opposite. Almost yeah, every the comic opposite. I know adores Bill Hicks. The mm. more I watch Bill Hicks, the more I go, it's hard to tell because a lot of the stuff he's done now has been so done since. And yeah. so many people have stolen from it that I, it feels almost hacky. Right. But I'm like, he was the guy that did it. Yeah. The, so guys, I'm working know. right now on a piece uh, that I'm trying so hard to de-hicks in my performance. Yeah. Because it, it, it's either going to be, it's either going to be Hicks or his carbon copy Lynch, uh, uh, the smoking guy, the, the this all, big firefighter guy now is a firefighter TV show. Oh God. Oh, he, who actually Dennis stole Leary. Dennis Leary. Yeah. Leary, not Lynch, Leary. Um, I'm trying to de-hicks and de-leary my performance of this new piece where I'm, 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 I, I realize there's no such thing as an addict in N.A. Oh, yeah. Right? Hi, my name's Tom. I'm an addict, and I lost my wife, and I lost my kids, and I lost all my money and my job and work because I did too much cocaine. No, that's not an addict. That's an idiot because a good – someone who's an addict – doesn't put at risk his means of, 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 of buying an amazing drug that does a fantastic job of making you feel incredible. He doesn't risk it. That's not an addict. That's an idiot. An addict keeps a schedule of when he can do it, what he can afford, how he can get away with it, how his wife will not either find out or will support his habit by enjoying it with him in a controlled way. That's the idea. Yeah. And, and if, it, it goes on and on, by the way, as, as both of you I know can imagine. But, but uh, 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 I'm working so hard to not make it just how Hicks would do it. And right. that's, that's now, you know what I'm saying? Um, I, but I, I think, honestly, stuff like that is it really has to come from 
uh, your natural rhythm. I remember when, well, real quick, and I'll tell you this, in, but I want to get a couple comments in here. Uh, Krista says, pre the net, Miller, to your point, Ian, yeah. <laughs> pre the internet. Uh, Kim says she brought Actually, up- pre 9-11 is what it was. He went yeah. that yeah, yeah. shit after 9-11, yeah. Uh, Kim brought up Louis C.K. Uh, Krista brought up Red Fox as far as comedic influences. Uh, and Al Alan says, uh, Fluffy, I'm, I'm assuming he's talking about Gabriel Iglesias. Here's, here's my thing when, when, when you're and also very underrated, people don't talk about enough, Franklin Ajay. I have to give props to this dude because he was doing smooth, laid back comedy early on to where like mm -hmm. when you watch him, it seemed just effortless for him. It, it was just like the, the jazz. They, they, they say he's like a jazz player when, when he performs. Right. So the Which is funny because he's really big into playing jazz. Oh, is Franklin. Yeah, is. He, yeah he, plays, he plays like a saxophone, I think, or, or oh, I didn't know he that. plays some sort of horn instrument. That's yeah, he's really it, into it. It makes yeah. total sense. So this yeah. is why I say, like, when to, to, your, to what you were trying to do, Emery, is that, like, I remember when I first started, I, 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 I same thing, like, you watch people and you're like, you don't want to, you can't, I don't want to be like that person. You have to find your own rhythm and how you talk. If that's yeah. how you talk, then that's how you talk. Then you're gonna be. Yeah, it's tough. It's way. tough for me. I, I'm a rant comic. I've, I've always. Right. And then, but there, but if that's just how you speak, because like I know for me, like there are times where I've gone on stage and I said, man, either I've tried to speed up the pace, and it just doesn't sound like me. Yeah. Right. But when yeah. when I slow it down and I talk how I regularly talk, my inflection and and, and even if I say little little side jet like little yeah. little under, you know, sometimes people hear me say stuff and it's like, man, that little it's after thing you said afterwards. <laughs> Was was funny, and I didn't, you know, I just, but it's just how I talk. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I think that's what would would help you in that sense because it's hard for us not to be influenced by by certain people because. Yeah. It, but this is also part of the reason why I don't watch stand up right anymore. Like I, I don't. Yeah, watch I try not it, to. You for, know what I'm saying? For, for me, for me, it's when when I when I started, it was trying not to sound like a combination of Richard Pryor and Dennis Miller. Yeah. Everything was stories and the dog said this and, the, and my, my chair looked at me and said, I did all that. But then I would throw in some, like he was so-and-so with the such and such, but like I would always do that. And I'm like, God, I got to stop doing that. Now I realize that I have to pull back from two people, yeah. David Tell and Doug Stanhope. Mm -hmm. ah. Because when I start getting on my like ranting type stuff, mm -hmm. my voice starts, I mean, I don't do the David Tell, hey, 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 hey. I don't do any of that stuff. But sometimes I start talking like this, and with yeah. and with and stay at home. It's like sometimes I start like like stuttering over myself and screaming and yelling and like and I get and I have to go. Wait a second, don't sound like which two guys, which I think by the last over the last if you're talking about the last couple decades, generation our generation of comics, David Tell and Doug Stanhope to me are absolute geniuses as well. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. but yeah, I have a hard time not sounding Somebody, like those two guys. What's that? <laughs> My wife just, and she's only doing it to be funny, so don't don't take her seriously. But she brought up uh, Angela Johnson. <laughs> I knew she was gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, but let me tell you, it's a funny when we first started seeing each other. She would bring up Angela Johnson, and she was serious though. And I would just kind of look at her like, "Man, it's a good thing you're beautiful," because because it's like she had her taste. But then when she, to her credit though she would come to the shows more and start watching more and be more uh, aware of what stand-up is versus what's hacky versus whatever, whatever. So now she has a different idea of, of what stand-up is. And this is, but this is why I asked you what I asked you, Emery, as far as who did you watch 
before versus now and how you look at them. Because I just watched uh, Showtime with Eddie Murphy and uh, De Niro, which is actually a good movie. I just, I don't think it did well at the box office. I don't know why, because it's, it's, it's Eddie Murphy and De Niro. It's a buddy cop movie. But here's what I like about Eddie, and this is why I say he will always be considered a top influence, is that this dude is so naturally talented. Like, like right. it's unbelievable how naturally talented this dude is. Even when he hosted SNL, you watch some of the sketches and you realize, yeah, they don't have the same pop as they did when he did Gumby before and all of that shit. But Eddie Murphy just has this aura around yeah. him, bro, that is yeah. just like, he's Eddie fucking Murphy, he bro. Has a pre- he has a presence. He's has that it yes. factor, right? And, yeah. And, and, yeah. and that's why I say when you watch him and you, and you watch what he does, you're like, oh, wow, now I see why he is where he is influence wise but when i look at when i look at just straight up stand-up jokes it's like man i'm not i i can't i can't say that eddie murphy has made me laugh more than a a Chappelle has made yeah not Chappelle. yeah yeah i wonder i wonder if he'd have a higher status in our minds if he had you know like carlin and uh, uh many of the others if he had just kept churning it out right and we we got to see yeah. him we got that's to see an, a, an arc of his talent well, like that's that the... like chris rock i yeah. think we'd probably respect him comedically like we all do chris yeah if we had gotten just gotten to see if we'd gotten to grow with him across the across the well, uh, i would say for sure you look at you look at carlin carlin went carlin went this complete spectrum from i'm the crazy yeah. news guy to like the hippie comedy to like the ranting, like he had this crazy- uh, To the man who warned us about today. Right, all that shit. And then same thing with Chris Rock, where originally yeah. you're like Chris Rock on SNL and whatever, you're like, God, this guy's painfully unfunny. And then all of a sudden yeah. bring the pain comes out. And everyone was like, but- Yeah. Did anybody see right. Chris Rock? Like, what the fuck? Um, Zen over here mentions a couple comics that are great. Um, uh, Stephen Wright. Oh my God, Stephen Wright! I, I love Stephen Wright. Emo yeah. Phillips, who is also yeah. super underrated, uh, uh, and and Louis Anderson, which is I remember watching Louis Anderson specials when I was younger, and you know it's very middle middle America milk toast shit. But Louis Anderson, it, especially back when he was younger, force on stage. In the nineties, he invited me out to the limo, and I didn't get what he was doing because I didn't oh, realize yeah. he was gay. Yes. Um, <laughs> all of us deserve to be since we ended up doing what we're doing right now. Hilarious. Lovely. I love this so much. Uh, if we don't talk about one of the greatest kings of comedy, Dave Chappelle, we deserve to be right. shot in the face. Yeah. Dave Chappelle standing on stage recently doing that distancing show outdoors right. and not concerning himself, although he was, by the way. As a comic, I know he was, but as a viewer, I don't think anyone recognized it. Not concerning himself with the uh, number of laughs he was or wasn't getting, but just speaking the truth was profound. And to me, that in itself is... Is, is, is a moment in comedy where you remember, you know, we're talking about people who came along and, and said, hey, time for a shift, motherfuckers. Dave right. Chappelle is giving us a shift as we speak right this second, guys. Yeah. Yeah. No, Chappelle. And, and, I mean, exactly. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ian. No, I was going to say you had to uh, put Chappelle, but there's a few other, but I'll go back to Chappelle, but just so before, because my, my thing in my uh, comments fall off my page for some reason, but people just chiming in over here that uh, Dangerfield, 
Yeah, you can't, you cannot forget. Again, sometimes yeah. it's influences of stuff like you go, you know, the thing they did that was so different. There's some, like Dangerfield, fantastic. Uh, uh, Zen says he's always a fan of Ellen and, and Sarah Silverman. I'm a huge fan of both of them, actually. Uh, Ellen, I still watch Ellen, and it's very, airplanes are like this, and what's the deal with cats? But fuck, man, is her, the, her timing and her writing was yeah. so fucking sharp for that style. And, um, and I think Sarah Silverman's fantastic. I, I do think there are people that don't hold up. Um, and maybe it's just cringeworthy comedy, but I got to be honest with you, Sam Kinison, a lot of his shit doesn't hold up to me anymore. Right. Oh, like, I get, okay. Oh. I can sure. See I can sure. see that. Uh, Krista says Bob Newhart. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, Bob Newhart. And, and, and to what you were saying about, about Chappelle, because I watched the 846, is 846, right? 846. Yeah, something like that. And I watched it, and and I, I here's what I here's here's one of the, the the coolest things about Chappelle that I think every comedian, whether they want to admit it or not, wishes they had that power. This power is for people to hang on your every word. Yep. And that dude has it like I haven't seen anybody. And when I say that, that's prior included. The reason why I say prior included is because prior, prior didn't have as many moments of just pauses and just lighting up a cigarette like like Chappelle does. Chappelle will take a second. And and what I was t I was we went to saw we saw Chappelle and Lauren Hill at the at the Hollywood Bowl, and I'm watching. You know how we do as comedians. We don't just watch the performer. We watch the audience. I want to see what the audience how they're vibing, how they're digging you. And I watched this dude do setups that took a while to get to the setups, but everybody was paying attention. Yeah. Everybody. And I'm like, God mm -hmm. damn, do you understand how, how amazing it is to have that kind of power? And that's why when you watch his 846, yeah, there's no jokes. Not that, I mean, there were, there were not many jokes, but you still, you I, I don't think, I don't know anybody that did. You don't walk away from that like, what the fuck was that bullshit? You walk away from it like, whoa. And, and, yeah. and I think in order for you to walk away with it thinking, whoa, the person that put that out there has to have that kind of influence. And that's why I say mm -hmm. Chappelle kind of sets himself apart from, from a lot of people because when, when he speaks, and this I, I told somebody this, the, the thing about Chappelle is that he makes you feel like you're just watching someone you know. Right. And, 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 and that's a hard thing to do because even Stephen Wright, as great of a writer as Stephen Wright is, the jokes got to be crispy as fuck yeah. for you right. to, to watch the whole thing as opposed to Chappelle right. where he's just like, hey, listen, you guys, let me right. just talk about this. Well, and, yeah. and the, yeah. the one thing is I always talk about this with, with uh, I've talked about it with you, Ty, I've talked about with my friend, with Andrew Norelli. I, I always talk about because for a while there, I was, you know, I can do, I do impressions sometimes. So for a while there, I was trying to do, I was going to do this bit where it was all comedians, impressions of comedians. And what I wanted to do was use exposition to not do jokes, but say their device while I do an impression of them, right? So if it's like if I was doing De Dennis Miller, I'd be like, I'm going to make a big reference and then I'm going to say, babe, babe. Mm -hmm. whatever right so say mm -hmm. what it is he does where it's like it's like you know um, uh dane cook i'm gonna say it three times i'm gonna say it three times i'm gonna say it three times then i'm gonna do a little doodly do at the end or whatever like whatever the deal was right <laughs> and, and, so but the thing is that Chappelle does like you know 
whatever. Like Dave, Dave Attell, I'm going to say it like this. It's going to be sing-songy, and then I'm going to do something goofy. Da, da, do, do, da, da, eh, eh, whatever, right? Uh -huh. Chappelle doesn't really have one of those. I mean, sometimes he kind of does that little thing he does, but for the most part nowadays, he's settled into this where he just, he doesn't have a device. Right. He doesn't have right. a gimmick at all. He just is Dave. And that's pretty, that's pretty interesting because even the greatest comics in the world usually have some sort of a device or delivery method that I can look at and go, he does this on every punchline. He, this is his, here's how he does it. He does analogies, then he does a, a reference, and then he does this. I can illustrate your point perfectly. Who are these people who have no device? Right. <laughs> yeah well, they're dave chappelle buddy sorry <laughs> and, 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 and that's why i say we, we we have to there has to be this thing now when when you watch stand up now because i don't know when it's coming back and i don't know how i don't know how it's going to come back to be honest with you really but, Is that, do you believe that I, I, no i, I think it'll come back stronger, but, but here's here's what i believe i i believe that I believe that eventually, yes, it will come back. Uh, I, I believe that. But I also believe that um, in order for it to come back, there has to be this appreciation from the audience that I've seen from these smaller shows. Like I've done these smaller backyard shows where it's been people there and you can tell that they're just grateful to see live entertainment. Because I know as a performer, I'm just, I don't give a fuck if it's five people. I've been mm -hmm. grateful to be, perform in front of live people. So if it, when it comes back, what has to happen is the, the, the bookers have to, have to respect the art form. Stop putting anybody on stage and giving them the same billing if they don't deserve it. Because that, that cheapens the, the thing. If you have to pay for a show as an audience member, pay for the fucking show. Quit, quit trying to get everything for free. Pay for the fucking show. Um, and if all of that happens, it'll come back even stronger. But if people just go back to what they were doing before, it's like, hey, man, can you give me some free tickets? Hey, you think you can hook me up with this? You know what I'm saying? If they do that and the, and the bookers say, oh, well, you know, I know you don't really have an hour of material, but uh, you have a huge uh, YouTube following. So just do your five minutes and we'll fill people around you. If they do that, then it's just going to be shit again. You know what I'm saying? The reason why comedy has been so appreciated through all of this time is because people leave a show feeling like it was worth leaving their home. And, mm -hmm. and as long as people, as long as bookers believe that and promote that, then it'll come back. It'll come back stronger, but they can't come back right. with the same bullshit. No, I, yeah, I, I agree. think that what's happening right now is what happened in 1918 to 1919. And I think we, we have a map for how society gets back to normal after right. a pandemic. The bad news is we have to ride ours out a lot longer. That's all. We just have right. to ride this out a lot longer because Donald Trump, period, full stop. Right. When it's over, when the pandemic is under control and it will get under control, we don't have any evidence to suggest that right. we aren't ever going to get it under control. We will. Uh, if you want to get it under control, you know who to vote for uh, sooner, rather. You know who to vote for. If you want to wait another year or two for those for, for, for that to come back, it will come back. It, it's, right. it's just a matter of how many of us are going to remain alive to continue doing it when it's available. And Zen, Zen, Zen points out that, that, which is true, 
because we'll have a cultural renaissance in the next 10 years. Uh, yeah. art, all, all art is going to have a cultural renaissance. And that's yeah. true because if you look at patterns and you look at after certain types of fascist dictators and this and that, you end up having these things. But also I believe that what's going to happen is uh, people are going to be so excited to get out of their fucking houses that people will pay again. That's yeah. the goal. So we had a guest. Um, is, this, is this who? That's, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's Daniel. Hopefully we can stay on. Normally the pod, we're already 15 minutes over our normal podcast time. Uh, 17 minutes over our normal podcast time. So I don't know what you guys want to do. Hey, Daniel, nice to, uh, nice to meet you. Are you telling know? me Danny Lobel? Daniel Lobel is the Trump supporter? Uh, I'm not a Trump oh, supporter. Oh, no, no. We, we've, well, had, we've had a couple Trump supporters that were supposed this, to come this, on. They this this all backed out. This, this is because I'm pissed off out. we don't have a Trump supporter on this show. Well, I wasted well, three well, well, lines of Adderall. Let me set this up. Let me, yeah, let I'm me sorry. I'm sorry. They all fucking backed out. Let, that's let, what I was getting right. to. Well, let me, let me, let me set this Adderall up. for no reason. Let me, let me set this up properly. Um, I, I asked Danny to be on the show. Do you prefer Danny or Daniel? 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 I go by Daniel, but how's it going, Emery? Great to see you, man. Hey, buddy. How are you? Love you. Good to see you. I asked Daniel to be on because, and, and I've said this, I've, I've, I'm saying the same thing I've said to Daniel on, on Facebook, is that Daniel, to me, is one of those people that he, he, he rides the middle of the road, like, like, but he writes a lot of stuff that seems to specifically call out Democrats. So I wanted him to come on the show to Good. kind of share his views about what's going on but from a perspective of calling out everything and because sometimes things get kind of confusing on Facebook. So yeah. uh, Danny, uh, Daniel, can you just give our viewers a background of your political leanings? Where, where, where do you lean? Well, it's funny because uh, I didn't know Emery was going to be on, but I've, I've had conversations with Emery. I, I find that I'm very politically aligned with where he's at. I don't know where he's at nowadays, but unless he's made some drastic changes, I mean, you know, I lean much more towards libertarian, um, but I uh, I used to be a Democrat. Um, I grew up, you know, I'm a liberal. I'm a, I'm 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 a liberal in 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 who I am and how I was raised and my philosophy in general. Uh, but uh, I've really turned on the Democratic Party, and uh, uh, I, that's, that's I, what you were yeah, responding to. Just to answer your question. Um, if you and I had the time, and I know we don't right now on this show, but if we had the time, I, I have no doubt, because I know you well, I have no doubt that we would agree on nearly everything. Yeah. Um, uh, the difference between you and I is I'm not turning my back on the Democratic Party because the cost of doing that right now would be mm -hmm. far too great. I have always referred to myself as a libertarian. Um, yeah. I've more turned my back on the libertarians since the pandemic hit yeah. um, for a couple of reasons. Uh, I've definitely turned my, my, my back on the far left wing cancel culture of the liberal party. That's what I attack. I, I think that's really yeah. what I'm always you attacking. And I, you, you, yeah, you and I would be brothers in arms on that. My but, but, I mean, but let's be honest, that is such a tiny... No, They're it's vocal, not. But it's, it's a very, it's, it is a very small fringe. I'm super politically active. I'm super left wing on on most things, and I don't, I don't know too many people. I know people that will say it. They'll share a couple memes and whatever. And as soon as you go, you really think that they go, well, uh, I'm just, you know, maybe we should be a little more sensitive. Okay, but most no, people it's don't. endemic of a bigger problem in my opinion. And I'm sorry, I yeah. didn't, shouldn't have interrupted you, but I think it, no, it's a perfect interruption. It was babbling. You shit. are right, Danny. You're it's absolutely not so, so wait, but so so I have to I have to ask this. But again, I, I'll say this all the time, really quick. 
That is not liberalism. That is conservatism. Censorship is conservatism, period. Correct. I don't care, I don't care if they go gay. A, That's a, a, exactly a, my point. Basically, what's happening to a, a big faction of the liberal uh, party, the Democratic Party, is they have, they have shifted. They're now the ones burning the books. They're now the ones who are trying to keep everybody quiet. They're, I, 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 they've I, I, I disagree with what that. they hate. And nobody, and, and, and when I talk, and, and, and I've kind of, I think I, I, I wrote this to tie on, and, and by the way, uh, I've been a fan for a long time, and uh, I'm sorry that we squabble on, online, but I'm, I'm happy to be and honored to be on your show. Thanks for doing uh, show, bro. Yeah, you're, you're great. Your comedy's great, and it's, uh, it's cool to be, uh, to be on with you. Thank you. Thank you. What I was going to say really quick, and I'll, I'll just get this point out, and then I'll answer anything you guys want, but the point that I made to you online is that, to me, I grew up in the Democratic Party, right? Not in it, but you know, in a family that's big Democrats. They still are. And that's when I get passionate, I don't care about the Republicans. I don't have any relationship to the Republicans. I don't, conservatism, it, it's its own thing. I check into it. I watch Tucker Carlson because I find him to be interesting. But I, I'm, it's, to me, when I get passionate about it, it's, it's family. If your family is messing up, you get way angrier than if someone else's kid or something is, is messing up, right? When I see the, the Democrats becoming the very thing that they're supposed to hate, I get outraged. And that's why I rail against it. I don't, my world is not conservatism. It's not Republicans. I'm agreement. I'm in agreement with you that they're not what we're, we're going for, right? I mean, but, I have a lot can, of friends who are- Let me ask you this. Uh, yeah. Do you agree that Trump needs to leave office? He needs to be gone. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. When, when you say that the Republicans are, you know, that Democrats have gone so far another way, I, because we were talking about this actually at the beginning of this show, I don't think Democrats have done nearly the same amount of stuff that, that Republicans have done. And, and you can watch, like, if you watch this, this last debate, you'd see there's a lot of people that looked at that and said, man, this dude is just yelling over Biden and all that. The second that Biden said, shut up, clown, people jumped on Biden. Mm -hmm. like, like they said, man, that, that, man, how can you just say that? And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. He just asked the dude to stop talking and he called no, him. It's, it's like not that. It's, it's so, not that. It's the way he's basically, this is my feeling. And, and, and I think you really touched upon it. They have become what they hate. The Democrats, they have become what I, I assume we hate. They've become, you, know, you remember when Hillary Clinton and Michelle Obama were saying, uh, when, when they go low, we go high. I think what they've actually done is when they go low, we go lower. No, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. We've wait. been doing no, that. That's, <laughs> I got to call you on that bullshit. Hold on a second. No, we no, go no, lower? lower? They have, they have completely fucked over the Supreme Court. Every we we keep playing by the rules constantly. That is the biggest problem with it. The one thing I would say about the Democrats is we need to stop playing by the rules because the other side doesn't give a fuck about the rules. Okay, we let's let's go high. Wait, wait, wait. That's the problem. We keep going, maybe if we if okay. we make it if we if we set a, uh, an example, they'll come along. Bullshit! You but go high and they go quick. The low roads open. Maybe maybe lower. Let's say they go low, we go low. How go, about ahead, that? Danny, go, go ahead, Danny, Emma. I wish Danny, we did. Yeah. I beg you. I beg you to. For us to have this discussion accurately, um, we need to not jump on Danny, in my opinion, until we get him to illustrate. Okay. Danny. Yeah. Where did they go lower? You said you think 
they go low, we go lower is the new, is the new approach. Can you please give one, two, or even three examples of going lower? I beg you. Okay, well, I'll give you the one thing that hit me personally pretty close to home is the anti-Semitism, the stuff from like Ilan Omar coming out of the Democratic Party that they don't condemn. They don't condemn it. They refuse. They put a bill forward to condemn it. They made some kind of nonsense. I wrote an article about it because they basically, she, she said a bunch of things that you could talk to them. You know, most Jews, we all pretty hurt by it. We thought it was pretty anti-Semitic. We thought it was troubling, especially people like me who have been, you know, supporting Democrats. Imagine you, you, you've been supporting them and then you feel stabbed in the back. And then you're like, well, you're going to come to our aid, right? And then they didn't. And they put, they put forth a bill. Um, I think the Republicans put the bill forward, which was to condemn anti-Semitism. And then the Democrats jumped on. They said, well, we also have to add Islamophobia and we also have to add homophobia and like all these other things. And they essentially what they did was they made the bill an all lives matter bill. This was to this was to treat something that was for Jews. To me, it's exactly the same thing, because I, I feel, you know, even though I have some issues with Black Lives Matter because they don't support Israel uh, and they've also been. Let me let me get to I'm ADD and I, and oh, I yeah. go on tangents, so let me try and stay focused. I, I understand the message of Black Lives Matter and I support when people say all lives matter and they go, what all lives matter? I go, no, that's not the point. The point is that we have to treat something that's that's endemic, that's been going on, that's that it, it's been targeting the black community. Black lives matter. You lose the message when you make it all lives matter. The more you broaden it, the less effective it is. You dilute it. And that's essentially what they did with that bill. If, if you take a look at it, I, 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 you know, I beg you to argue because I don't think there is an argument. Uh, so to me, that's low. That's very low. Okay. Um, and, and I was hurt by it personally as a Jew. See, I never got into politics for, for most of my career. I never cared about politics. I cared about funny. You know, I cared about jokes. I like guys like Dave Attell. I was not political, you know, good joke writers. Uh, I only got into politics because I just took it for granted. I'm a Democrat. I'm a liberal, whatever. I only got into it when they came into my space, you know, when they started doing things like cancel culture, when they started messing with comedy, saying, oh, you, you can't do impressions. Any impression is racist, ridiculous. Oh, you, you can't tell that joke, punching up, punching down. That whole concept is ridiculous. And, they, on, and, and one we... by one, they've, they've, they've started to, to get into the craft of comedy. Okay. And then the but... other thing that's very near and dear to my heart is Judaism. And they started to fuck with that too. So when they started getting into that stuff, I started fighting back. Okay, a couple, okay. couple points. Number, no, first off, I, maybe this bill was, was bad. I, I don't really know. I have to look more into it. Please but do. To, to pretend that, that the people who are with the side of the KKK, with the side of the, the, the Nazis, the right wing that's, that, that's been supporting that stuff forever, versus the people who have always been on the side of the little guys because, uh, and the side of the minorities, uh, which includes Jews, to pretend that all of a sudden the Republicans are for that, they're, they're going after Israel for a very specific reason because they want to bring back this, the, the fucking... So, right. But also as far as comedy goes, comedy is still run by and performed by mostly liberals. I, I, I have an all liberal crowd. I do shows that are, I don't even do shows at comedy clubs anymore. And I have the most woke, you can ask Emery, atheist liberal people on the planet, and I don't pull punches on anything. And I've never found that to be the case. Sure, every now and then you get people go, oh, you probably shouldn't have said that. 
it's such a small number of vocal people. The people that go to comedy and, and really they haven't got into comedy. And the fact is that that's always been the case. There's always been super politically correct people who complain when you say the wrong thing, but it hasn't all the people that got complained about uh, are still doing their thing. Dave Chappelle still as popular as ever. Uh, Daniel Tosh has still hasn't really been canceled, even though he did the rape joke 20 fucking years ago and they canceled him. He's still got a show. Um, uh, the super liberal crowd that I have has never canceled me because, because I don't do. So I'm just saying that, but my point is that the, you, even if there is a small group of people doing that, that is not the Democratic Party doing it. Uh, Omar right, right. isn't even considered part of the Democrat. If you ask the super left, the leftists, uh, who, who are like, everything is Bernie and AOC and, and Omar, they think that the rest of the Democratic Party are Republicans, and they think yeah. that, that she is a pariah. They, so it's they like attacked, how is they, they, uh, uh, Omar and AOC uh, when they first came on the scene attacked the Democratic Party and it it, it helped. Right, they, they're helped. not the voice of the Democratic Party. They're not. But but I wanted to say this because to his point about the the Black Lives Matter thing and this is what. It, By the way, just to just to tell you, I had like five responses and I just totally forgot them all. That's yeah, sorry. Here, but go on. Sorry, sorry. we um, should do this for now. When, 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 <laughs> when people when people say Black Lives Matter is against this. There, unless there is a spokesperson that comes out and says, I, I alone represent Black Lives Matter. I am the head CEO chief of Black Lives Matter. People have to stop lumping people into that. They, they have to, because that's what dilutes the message. That's I understand that. And I, and I actually on, agree on, with on, you to a large degree on what, can on. I address each point? Because you're dealing with someone who cannot retain thoughts. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. you got, you, you, uh, I hate to sound woke, but you have to respect his uh, disability. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I just want to remember <laughs> to come back to the, to the Black Lives Matter thing, yeah. but go ahead. I'm not, I'm not some trained debater who's going to come back with point A, <laughs> point B, point C. I just got to address them as they come. But uh, I agree with that to a large degree. Uh, what I'm referring to when I talk about what Black Lives Matter is, Black Lives Matter supports. I'm talking about the platform itself, the website, the, the what they say. Okay, what somebody who's who's for BLM, I'm probably on board with them. You know, it, the the individual. What I'm talking about is their platform, which they just edited. I understand to take out some of the BDS stuff, which is the really, I, I think, um, you know, vitriolic anti-Israel stuff. But I. Um, do I support, you know, fighting racism? Of course. And uh, I'm always hesitant to bring it up because on some level, but I have black family. My cousins are black, you know, I Me grew too. up, you know, I, I grew up, you know, I love them dearly. It, it's, it's, it's very close to me, you know, I'm very close with my black family and uh, they are my family, you know? So it's, it's almost like, it's hard to communicate that without sounding like, you know, you're trying to use a black friend type of thing, but it's very, very dear to me. I, 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 my, my little cousins are like little brothers to me. I want to make sure that they grow up in a world where they're not exposed to racism. So can I jump in and I'm next. I want to ask you a question next, Danny. Yeah. All right. Here's my question to you. Yeah. You're standing. uh, Well, I'm sorry. You're sitting in your home and you have a mail-in ballot because there's no problem with that system. And you got to mark someone that you think is going to uh, be less dangerous to Jews um, than uh, than the other. You got to pick between two. 
Your question is, am I going to vote Democrat? Um, My question is, do you pick, do you think Joe Biden and his administration will do more for the Jews as you want them to do than, uh, than four more years of Donald Trump? That's my direct question. So and th his followers. Think about I think that. In terms boys, of stand by. Think about that. Okay, I'll, I'm going to answer it. I'll, I'm going to okay. give you my, as I always am, I'm going to give you the honest everything, whether you like it or not. Um, so, uh, I'm okay not liking it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if I wanted to be likable, you know, I probably would have done a lot better a long time ago. But You're I, one um, of the likable, most likable guys I know. Cut it out. That's just and you don't, do self -deprecation. That, yeah. you don't do self-deprecation when you're talking to me, buddy. Go ahead. Well, you and I already have a long-time friendship. But yeah. I, um, uh, I, I'm, I'm telling you, this is, this is how I see it. I think Donald Trump, much better for Israel. My personal takeaway. Uh, I think Donald Trump for Jews domestically, much worse. So, okay. um, so you vote for Trump? No, probably not. I don't think so. I, but, but that's, okay. that's where I'm we at. We don't live in right Israel. We live in America. Right. All right. right. So thanks that's for answering that. Honestly. I, I would like, can, can I ask, actually, Brett has a question. It's already passed. I hope I remember it correctly, but Brett had asked something about, about, um, uh, he was saying, doesn't it seem a little strange to be against the political correctness cancel culture that tells people, Hey, you, you can't say this, or you can't do this, or you can't, and then also be about a bill that is basically saying that that's what all that woke shit is, is saying, hey, you can't be anti-Semitic. Hey, you can't be racist. Hey, you can't do that. Mm -hmm. So it's like you're worried about people being anti-Semitic and this bill being anti-Semitic and, and, and it's a free speech thing. But yet we're not having um, but yet also the same breath being upset about cancel culture. I, I, wish I, 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 I passed it. I don't know exactly what he no, said. No, I know. I totally understand what you're saying. And I think the distinction really lies in terms of uh, policymakers versus comedians, right? Like, I think when you have somebody who's in, um, in a position of power, in a position of uh, uh, where their voice is, look, who are you going to take more seriously? Somebody in office or a comic, right? Like, when somebody in office says something, it's almost this is what it is now a comic it's a social commentary you know it's not a it's not a policymaker. so there's a big difference there uh if it's a comic who's saying anti-semitic things i'll uh, you know we ha you have people like that like owen benjamin right. i wouldn't want owen benjamin censored i think he well, should be able to do whatever he wants and say whatever he wants and, and would you support it i don't think he will be censored under no. uh under a biden Harris administration, no, number no. one. No, but I'm not talking I, in terms of administrations, Henry. I'm just answering his question in terms of like, right. why okay. would you be upset right. at Omar and you wouldn't be, I, a, I, yeah. No, but, but I, think that, I think that this is really quick, really quick, and then Emery, I wanna say, because this is what I keep talking about with can people get upset about cancel culture. There, it's not a, a violation of free speech. It's always been this way. If Owen Benjamin says anti-Semitic stuff and I write an article that goes, fuck Owen Benjamin in the mouth. He's an anti-Semitic douchebag and you shouldn't support him. And, and Jews go, fuck Owen Benjamin. And they don't buy his tickets. That's not cancel culture. That's fucking the free market. That's exactly what we're doing. And, and no one's telling him, the government's not saying Owen Benjamin can't talk. But if I have a comedy club and I go, you know what? I, I'm here in West Palm Beach, Florida, and there's a lot of Jews and they don't like anti-Semitic comedy. I'm not going to book you. It's no different than when the fact that I don't get booked you know, because I do there's a difference comedy. to be made there, though. There's a difference, and I agree with you. If you have a club, you book whoever the hell you want to book at your club because you want to make money. 
He should be allowed to rent a theater anywhere he wants sure. and have his anti-Semitic audience come and laugh at anti-Semitism, in my opinion. Has he been stopped at that? You know, well, remember, the, remember the ACLU and what they used to stand for? Because they and, don't. And this thing is, and, and no, yes, they, do, they, they still do that, and no one's been stopped from renting a theater. Hold on, hold on. I hold do on. it all the time. Uh, hold right. on. So, because I, I don't want to get lost in, 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 in the point that I was trying to make here. So, with, with, with the cancel culture, uh, as far as stand ups and as far as in the political sense, I think they're hand in hand now. This is what I keep trying to get people to understand. We have a former reality show host who is the most powerful person in the world. We have a dude who four years into his presidency still doesn't know how to act presidential. We have a dude who was supported by every single hate group in America, including the Owen Benjamins. The, the, the same dude that said, the, the Channing in Charlottesville, the people going saying, Jews will not replace us. That dude didn't say, hey, you guys, don't chant Jews should not replace us. Mm -hmm. He did not. He, he did not take that stance. So when, when I see people saying, well, you know, you should be able to say this as a comedian and, and politics is different. No, no, no. We have a dude in office who three and a half years ago was hosting a TV show. So, so, so they have gone, they, they've, unfortunately, they've become hand in hand. And mm -hmm. so when we act like, oh, well, it's okay for this person to say it because they're just a comic. Because if Owen Benjamin books a whole bunch of a whole a theater and sells out and it's a bunch of people in there that hate Jews and then they see you walking down the street and then they say well you know what I, I'm, I just got drunk watching this dude do a show look at that Jew over there and they start fucking with you that affects you it affects you personally you so, know so, so we you're, have you're, to you're taking all the onus off the individual no no, no hold on hold on hold on I'm not taking any onus off of anybody I'm saying what we should do is include it for everybody instead of saying well we shouldn't pay attention that much on this end because we need to focus on this end because like, i'm telling you if if someone walked down the street now let me ask you this just a hypothetical if 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 those people saying jews will not replace us and uh omar came out and said i, I interrupt for one quick second because this is kind of funny and I, I'll, I'll lose the moment otherwise I just because you said that and I got this thing off Amazon yesterday. I got these tiki torches on my patio and there's these, these little stands and you right. put the tiki torch in the stand. And I just when it came, I got I said, that's what will replace them. Yes. <laughs> so, 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 so when, I actually I actually have a whole bit about the Jews will not replace us. But. So, so when, when when I see that, so so if, let's say if she would have co-signed that. You would have been pissed, right? You would have been upset at Omar for co-signing the Jews will not replace us sentiment, right? Correct. So, so my thing is, why isn't that same energy given to the dude who's in office now and the same people, the, 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 the same people who walk around with swastika flags, they don't like you. They don't like you personally. Yeah. They don't like you. Not only that, they want to hurt you. They want to kill you. And they want so, to wipe you off. And so I, I guess my I guess my my issue my my concern or my question with with you Daniel is this far into it this like three and a half years almost four now why is it not something for Jew because I know as a black person I can tell you for sure I, I I'm doing whatever the fuck I got to do to get this dude out I'm gonna do everything I can to get this dude out no matter what platinum plan he promises he has to go that's me. 
I'm just trying to figure out why is it that I'm not like that, that you're, that you're not just saying, okay, bare minimum, he has to go. Mm-hmm. And I'm just trying to figure out why, why you're not there with all of this stuff, because those hate groups, okay. they hate you too. I know. And I, I want to respond after he answers that. All right. Now I want to make my answer shorter so I could hear what Emery said. But uh, <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so it's twofold. One, I'm not a, and I, I'm not a Trump supporter, but I'm not a Trump hater. Um, and I don't, I don't know. You probably won't like that, but I, I think I, I have a very nuanced approach to how I see him. I agree with the things you're saying. I feel like there's definitely been more division in the country. There's been empowerment to hate groups. I see all that. Uh, on the other hand, there are things that I do like about him, like the fact that, that we haven't been in any wars. I think that's a big deal. I think the Democrats have been warmongers and so have the Republicans. So that's like one point for him. Nobody will ever say anything for him, but I'll tell you that. Um, that said, I do want him out. Uh, but I, there's also probably a part of me that wants to punish the Democratic Party and, not, uh, and, and tell them this is not how you get what you want. You know, you don't get what you want by censoring people you don't get what you want by shaming people and like canceling people. And but, but they haven't done that. They have done that. When has the Democrat Party, uh, Democratic Party censored anyone? When has the Democratic Party done anything? They haven't done that. There are fringe people on the left who write fucking articles for Salon Magazine who've done that. And all they've said is, don't go see Daniel Tosh. He supports rape culture. It doesn't, they don't stop. There's been nothing that is- You're not acknowledging the culture uh, of the party. You're, I mean, there's, there's a culture. Of course there's I a, am. Uh, okay, well then I don't wait, see wait, it. So, so John what's the culture Bolton, again? What's John, the culture John of the party? Bolton, John Bolton is, is against war? No, I said the Republicans too. These, these people are, I mean, there's, there are some redeeming things. Right, and we, and we only slightly avoided war. Mm-hmm. We were almost at war for like about a week. And we pulled and, out of Syria and let the, let the fucking Syrian... So, so these, the these things have happened. And, and, and all I'm saying to you is... Because well, I need to hear can't. Emery's story, because I, I interrupted. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Emery. Is the worst oh. of them, but anyway. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Emery. Sorry. I wanted to ask Daniel directly this I wanted to say this. I didn't want to ask. I wanted to say, after what you just said about Trump, about the the left wing of the party, the right wing of the party, um, and just to be clear, I'm I'm pretty much in agreement with Ian and Ty on this, and that I I think that we have, I think we, I agree with you, by the way, Daniel, I think we have a serious problem Mm -hmm. on the left becoming fascists. Thank you. No question. That's a fact. And we need to battle it. That's what I'm Absolutely have to stand up. And I think the, the, the wrong way to battle that is to give, is to continue to give power to the ones who have been fascist well before the left started becoming smelly as and, fascist. Okay. I think you, I'm no, not even close right to done here and I gotta finish but, this, but no, please. I think you've been duped by a pathological liar. I don't think he or his party gives one flying fuck about Daniel Lobelski. I don't think he gives I'm one not, fine I'm not duped. fuck. I, I know that. Oh, okay. I think that the right does. I mean, the left does. I think the left absolutely cares deeply compared to the right for the, the skis and the bergs of the world. And I think they're going to do way more for your people and way more for your cause than the right would do. 
the right will pretend to be trying to help you while lining their pockets and lying and killing hundreds of thousands and or millions, while the left will actually do way, way more. And I think you've been duped by pathological liars. I haven't been duped. I know. I, I, I don't pretend that any of these people are out to help me. But uh, can, can you answer the first part of the thing that I asked you a follow-up question on? So you said that's not the right way to fight the, the growing fascism on the left. What would be the yes. right way? I'm, I'm, I'm well, genuinely... right now we're seeing really, really good activity um, from uh, a couple of people. Let me pull up a name for you to start this. Uh, James Lindsay. Uh, 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 he's, a, he's a grievance... Um, uh, he, he's he's anti-critical race theory, just like you are, just like I am. And he is doing amazing work to expose the ideology, the, the religious-esque ideology that you are so horrified by and that mm. you think is infiltrating the left. He's right. on the left and he's fighting it. I and still I can, consider I, myself on the left, by the way. So do I, and I can yeah. see that you do. I can and see it, that you do. I, I, I just I, wish that guys like yourself if you lived in Ohio, I would finish this podcast and sob. I would cry because you might be playing a role if you lived in Ohio or Michigan or, 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 or Florida by not casting a vote against that monstrous piece of shit who is absolutely trying to steal democracy. I agree with you on the war thing. He's not a warmonger because he's a pussy, because he doesn't know because he's ignorant, I'll because he doesn't it. understand. I, mean, I just don't want to see more wars. You know? I, but I, I, I'm I mean, with I you on I don't want to see more wars either. Most okay, liberals I've said my piece. I love you, Danny. I just wanted to be as honest with uh, you as you were. No, no, I love you too, Ian. man. I, I, I think we agree. Yeah. Yeah, Ian, go ahead. Go just, ahead, Ian. I'm I'm I, mean, I don't live in Ohio. A couple points. I mean, first off, we, 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 we maybe not have started wars, but I mean, technically, Obama didn't start any wars either. We did drop bombs on Afghanistan um, uh, last year. Uh, we did pull out of Syria, which which didn't start a war, but it sure f or out of Turkey, it sure did fuck us fuck over our allies pretty bad. Um, and yeah, and I think most liberals are against wars. I, I, I know that Bernie Sanders was against war. I know that uh, Elizabeth Warren's against war. I know most of them are. Um, unfortunately, we do police the world in many ways and it sucks. Um, and there's a lot of things that we that I, that I guarantee none of us here know about foreign policy that they get into power and the generals go, if you don't do this and you don't go here, this whole shit falls. So I don't profess to know anything about that. I would just say this. Here's what I warn against. First off, I said this before and I say it a million times. The left that is, in, that is being fascist, fascism is a right wing ideology. So the fact that they go to the pride rally and, because, and they want health care makes them on the left. The fact that, that they are doing fascism, however they're doing it, makes them right-wing ideology. If I beat the fuck out of you for anti-violence, I am still violent, regardless of whether my message is anti-violence. Yeah, exactly. And I get that. But the fact is, the right-wing is, especially a huge chunk of them, 30% of our country, wants authoritarianism. They're okay with Trump for 12 years. They're okay with with, they actually want fascism and authoritarianism. The people on the left don't know that they want, they're just using those things because they're misguided and we can fix that, mm -hmm. like Emery said. We, their policies well, are- Then, then we need to be vocal in fixing it. And, and I think what, we are. what happened, what started this whole thing off was me speaking out against cancel culture stuff. That's how this whole sure. Facebook 
uh, me me being at war with about a, I don't know everybody I've ever met. Uh, that's how it that's how it started. Was was right. me so, being so like I, I just don't. What I was trying to get you to go ahead, Ty, and then I'll finish with us. And then, uh, uh, but, uh, I never uh, finished uh, my uh, point. My my point, Ty. Before you say it is, as soon as I got critical of the left, uh, to Ian's point, that's when people started calling me a right winger because in everybody's mind, you know, to they can't comprehend the the fact that you might be angry at something and not be the other thing. Well, yeah. my, my point is that I'm as angry, uh, Ty's angry at that, um, Emery's angry. We're all angry at, at people who go too far with cancel culture. I think and most speak up are, about it and see what happens. Oh, I speak up about it. Let me say what happens. You get called the Nazi. I speak up about it all the time. I think it's how you say it and who you attack. Because I say all the fucking time, hey, guys, this is fucking stupid. He, and I put a detailed argument as to why this is not liberalism and not and, and and i get and i get i've got a group exactly. of super woke people and they never call me a nazi but if i'm on there going you fucking liberals and blah 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 of course they're gonna come back i don't do that i don't, I don't do know that. what you do so so wait two things two things real quick real quick uh the cancel culture thing and the war thing one uh trump did kill a general so so that did happen it, you're it, talking about soleimani yeah he did kill someone so that that, that happened. Was a good thing but, but sure. you, you that way hold on so but wait now now you see that didn't so leave kill, war, so but it did save a lot of life. Wait, wait, wait a minute. But you, now, now you see how how you rationalized the killing of someone because it had some other purpose. That's it one thing. It didn't lead to many people dying. It's not a war. That's Syria not a did. war. Yeah, it's not, a lot of people, Afghanistan. A lot of people talk did to that, talk to Iranian but, people. You know, my brother's married to an Iranian woman. You know, like t talk to Iranians about how they. So feel. so in so in certain instances. They are, when Republicans do stuff or when Trump has done something that is violent, you're okay with it if it has a different outcome. So, so I, that- I, 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 can't, I judge every single thing on a case-by-case -case basis. If I think okay. it's good and I investigate okay. so, it- So then it. let me ask you this, when it comes to cancel culture. Yeah. How do you feel about how Jewish people treated Nick Cannon? Um, it's a vague question. Can you be more specific? Do you think that he should have been canceled? He wasn't canceled. Yeah, he, he was. was. Canceled. Yeah, he, well, we, yes, yes, he didn't was. He still, yeah, he didn't was. he still have a lot of shows going? I think he only got dropped by one show. He No, no, he had to apologize before they even brought him back to do the shows that he was doing. He got, he, he got not, canceled. Like Louis C.K. is canceled. Roseanne is canceled. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, asking about, I'm asking about Jewish people canceling Nick Cannon. You said you hate Jewish, you hate cancel culture. Right. I'm asking you, how do you feel about how Jewish people treated Nick Cannon? So my answer was that I'm not aware that Jewish people canceled Nick Cannon. I think that there was understandable outrage that he said those things. I think he handled it very well. I think uh, he was very gracious in terms of uh, the, his response, unlike Ice Cube. Who did not apologize or anything? Oh, wait, 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 wait. And hold also, on, is not canceled. Hold on, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. We, we, we. Let's not, let's not skip from this because you so, went on this whole thing. So, about so the simple answer to your question, I wouldn't cancel him. Well, hold on, hold on. But, but I don't get what this cancel means because if you're talking about a network canceling your show or firing you, how is that any different than a comedy club not wait, booking wait, you? You just said that you fight cancel culture. Now you say you don't know what cancel culture means. No, no, I don't. Okay, <laughs> slow down. That's not what I said. But what I'm asking is, I don't think you know what cancel culture means because you're saying Roseanne, 
But then earlier you said, it's okay if a comedy club doesn't hire somebody. If I'm a network and I think that her, that it's a bad business decision to have a fucking person on there who says racist shit and I fire her, how is that cancel culture? The show's still on the air. How, it's no different than firing Nick Cannon. It's no different than, than you know, it, they didn't fire um, uh, uh, Daniel Tosh, but, but there's Cannon, probably hundreds Nick of thousands Cannon of people who stopped take, going. Nick Cannon chose to take a high road, which shows that he's a guy of character. And he was, he was redeemed or he, he was. No, no, no. When, when you say Roseanne redeemed, didn't. When, when, when you say did. redeemed. Roseanne, you say Roseanne redeemed. was very apologetic. When, Roseanne was explaining that, that it was misunderstood. Uh, I, I watched her interviews. She said that she didn't know that Valerie Jarrett was, was black. I don't know if I believe it, but, but that's what wait, she wait, said. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But, Okay. But either way, let's, the, let's, go, let's go. Let's go through the whole. Was she was sorry, let, right? let's, let's go through the whole list of the explanations she gave. First, she said that's not what she meant. Then she said the Adderall or whatever uh, was it? Was it Adderall? Whatever the drug. Ambien. 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 Then she blamed it on the Ambien, and then she said she didn't know that the person was black. So this wasn't like a quick redemption. Like I know that this was offensive to anybody, and it doesn't even matter. It, it was still something racist that she said. But back to the Nick Cannon thing. But wait, wait, wait! You're missing one m m crucial point. She did say that she she apologized to Valerie Jarrett. She apologized to the African American community. She said it's not reflective of who she is. She no, no. But then later, but then later, she doubled down on it, and she got mad at the people for canceling her. This is this is all stuff that is still here. Uh, Roseanne was unapologetic afterwards when she realized she still was going to lose her show. The difference with Nick Cannon is Nick Cannon said, okay, well, in order for me to keep my shows, then I, I have to go and apologize. And then they welcomed him back. But what happened was they did cancel him. They, they he lost, he, he lost his radio. He, he lost the, um, the dance, not the day. It was not the dance show. The, um, I don't know the specifics of what he lost, but I know that he still got, he, he, he lost a lot. And then he the apologized. Jewish, he, he, and I then mean, like, I, I read an article in the Jewish Journal, I think it was like two weeks ago, about you know how uh, gracious the Jewish community is towards Nick Cannon for how how well. Yeah, he cite it. articles in a journal we can't get. That's yeah, fair. While and out, while and out was. <laughs> Can I also point out really quick that <laughs> what there was, I know he supported some sort of other website, like some sort of, you know, Alex Jones or some kind of conspiracy theory stuff. So I don't know all of the Nick Cannon stuff, but the one that they kept quoting was something that first off wasn't anti-Semitic. What he said was, and, and, and if he's, and if he's anti-Semitic, then we need to cancel uh, every reggae group that's ever existed because it's the basis of Rastaf Rastafarianism is, is he, yes, it is. He said that uh, there's actually the, the most, the, the only song to ever go number one on the pop charts is a song from, by Desmond Decker, and Desmond Decker in 1964 called The Israelites. And the, Israel, the, the entire thing with Ali Selassie and, and, and Rastafarianism is they believe Rastafarianism is, a, is, a, is an offshoot of, of, another, of the Abrahamic religions that believes that Ali Selassie, the, 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 emperor, the, uh, the king emperor of, of, of of um, Ethiopia was the second coming and they believe that they are the chosen people and they believe they are the Israelites mentioned in the Bible. That's what they believe. So for him saying the black people are the, are the true Israelites, true, that's an actual religious belief. I don't think that that's what he said. That, that, that he did say that. that. He did I mean, that. I think that he said other things as well. That, but that that's the one they keep no, but that's what they took. That's what they took. That's one of the things they took, one of the main things they took offense to. Is, 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 is he called like, that he's called himself an Israelite? I mean, it's like that's a whole religious. I think that there were there were much worse things that he said. 
I don't I'm, remember okay. that. Daniel, Daniel, I'm, I'm telling you that that's one, the thing that everything he just broke down there is one of the main reasons, one of the main reasons Jewish people got mad at him and that he lost his shows and some of his endorsements. I'm he had to come back on later. I, gotta, I, I remember it being much worse, but let me. But, but can I, we, we, have, we do have to wrap up here, but I, I, here's something I wanted to bring up really quick. So this is uh, kind wait, of- wait, 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 just real quickly, summarize that moment, you guys, because that was confusing, I think, to the viewer. I, I, okay. I, I think it's important to summarize that. The bottom line is- Let Emory summarize it, please. Well, no, no, no. I, I, I'm okay with Ty summarizing it. I, 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 I just, I just, I, I just it, 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 and I'll, I'll try to do this as quickly as possible because this is my only issue with with where we are as a society. And and you missed this part earlier in in the show, uh, Daniel. Is that we've gone from a country that could easily call out people dying on September 11th and saying we should remember this as a as a country. We should all be outraged. And now we're at a point to where we pick and choose. I want to be mad about this. I want to be mad about that. Nick Cannon, no, I mean, yeah, he should be canceled. But if Ice Cube this or if 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 uh, two hundred said anybody should be canceled, just no, no, no. I'm I'm just, I'm giving you just a general of how we are menta mentality wise. Two hundred and ten, two hundred and ten thousand people die. Forty percent of the country doesn't give a fuck. Now, in any normal circumstance, any normal circumstance, bro. If a head of the country were caught on on audio tape admitting that he knew that a pandemic was going to be bad and it caused millions of infections, job losses, and death, it would be a no-brainer that this dude would be. And on top of this, this dude is supported by every hate group in America. Every hate group in America. It would be a no-brainer that this dude should go. Yet and still, we have people... And not just you, but there are other people who their focus is just on Democrats. Democrats is this. They, they, Democrats have gone this way. I'm like, but wait a minute. They got people here with tiki torches telling you that you will not replace them. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. But look at what the Democrats are doing. But then you have these people over here. They, they're wearing swastikas and, and they're doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but look at what that. the Democrats are doing. I'm not talking. So all, all I'm saying is it's just weird that we aren't unified yeah. in the same level of disdain for the stuff that we should have disdain for because again i'm not disagreeing with you that there are certain things democrats can do better but there is no way in the world and there is none there is nothing that the democrats are doing not a single thing that tells me that they are worse than what is happening now and and and, and for people to even try to qualify that and think that that is a thing is a problem because I promise you, Daniel, I promise you this. You and I are hated by the same people, the same people. Mm -hmm. And I promise you, whether you say that, that you like what Trump is doing for Israel or whatever, they don't give any fucks, mm -hmm. none. Well, he is doing good things for Israel. That's that's a fact. Uh, can, but, I, can I, please. Ty, don't get discouraged that I didn't hear your point because I did hear your point and I did agree with a lot of it. I'm not, I just was making that side point because you brought that into it up until there. I wouldn't have had an argument with you, but yeah. I, 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 I want to say this. I am, I'm not giving up on the Democrats anyway, not yet. And what I want to do is I want to reform these things from within. I want to bring it back to, to liberalism as Ian was talking about. I want to see things go I back. I think we all do. 
Yeah. So I'm not endorsing Donald Trump. I'm I, I, I'm not I don't promote I'm not a conservative. I'm not a Republican, whatever word you want to use for it. I'm just thoroughly disappointed with a party that that it was and still on some level is close to my heart. Well, can, okay. I, can I can well, I just point out? Oh, go ahead, Emery, go ahead, and then I'll say. What I no, I, I'd love, by the way, for the Democrats to be doing that stuff for Israel. I, I just, how, I, how good would that be? No. Can I just ask one question, yeah. and, and and then I, I don't have anything else to do, but just close out real quick. And, and 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 hopefully, Ian, you can piggyback to this. I understand what you're saying that that you have issues with the Democrats. I'm just wondering, like, at this point, a month and a half out. And what, why, how does it benefit getting the dude out if we're, if we're still chastising the Democrats? Like, if you're trying to get booked at a club mm -hmm. and they ask me about Daniel and they say, man, tell me about Daniel. I say, well, he shows up late. Uh, he smells like alcohol and weed. Um, and, you know, he, he doesn't do his whole set or anything like that. But I booked him before and he's not, uh, he's not a baby killer. So... I'm just asking, do you think that that club still wants to book you or not? So that's all I had to say. Go ahead, Ian. I would, like, I would like the opportunity to steal man Daniel's response to that question. Sure. Yeah. Well, um, I, I got my little notes, so I'm okay. I, I would imagine that it's possible that Daniel would go, I think that the dangers to my belief system and my people within that belief system um, uh, is, is, uh, it's, it's one of the most important things to me. Um, and one of the other more important things to me is that as a country, we aren't at war with the world. And those two things mean that I don't mind another four years necessarily of him, especially when I've considered the fact that I'm watching the liberal party, the party I love and grew up with turn into a fascist party uh, that that wants to uh, uh, that wants to do harm uh, to Jews. That I think would be his response. Am I right? Is that is that a do you agree with that statement, Daniel? I mean, if it was coming out of my mouth, uh, there'd be some tweaks. But uh, okay. I, I don't agree with it necessarily because I I see a pretty present danger with the current administration. Thank you. That's that's. Well. I'm so glad that you added that to the steel yeah. man that I was offering yeah. because that's what I hope you recognize. No, I, I hope you recognize I that. I do recognize it, but, um, but a lot of that resonated with me. What you said, a lot of it did. Okay. And, and, so, uh, and, and, uh, like I said earlier, I, I, there is this part of me that wants to punish the democratic party to make them good again. You know, I, I don't and know. I would say to you that your version of punishing the Democratic Party won't make it good again. I'm guessing I, I'd have to try and steal, man, what you mean by, by punish. Well, I just like but, I just I think if they if they go on the route that they're going where you yourself say they're going fascist and I agree with you um, and then they get elected, a part of me thinks that rewards it and and emboldens it. Do you understand? So, so, now, um, let, let's reverse the steel man. Um, I don't think I, I agree with the fact that we have a faction of the party that's going in the wrong direction with regard to woke theory um, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, uh, and critical race theory 
uh, which reaches into women and everything. That, that else. is like okay? a virus, that stuff. And it's absolutely a virus. We agree 100%. I think where we disagree is voting for Biden and Harris does not move us further into that. In fact, I believe a vote for Biden and Harris helps stand up to that faction. I agree. Biden is centrist. Harris is not even close to woke. I, no, I'm not sure I can call her centrist. So she's actually she's very progressive, but she's but culturally she's more moderate. Yeah, she's uh, very yeah. progressive. Right. She's Boy, progressive yeah, in her voting I, right. I like that progressiveness. But so, that right. is where I am. I agree with you, but my solution to the problem is absolutely and, no more years for an right. already fascist well, branch well, of our and, government. And that's, but and I would like what, to what see if, people, more people saying what you're saying, Emery. And like, well, I don't call it, like, I, I hear people call it like what you're referring to as a radical left. I don't like the mm -hmm. word radical. Radical sounds cool to me. I think it's an alt-left that we're dealing with. We have an well, alt-right. Yeah, the yeah, semantics of that, sure. we, we, I can agree wholeheartedly. I'll take your word alt-left uh, and I'll compare it to the alt-right. And I'll right. tell you what, if you okay. could cut a pie you would have two tiny slices that would not satisfy me and definitely wouldn't satisfy you. And yes, that's a fat joke. We do have to go. I, wanna, I, I wanted to get this point across for, for a, a while now. I think it feeds to all this sort of stuff. Here, here's a few little things that I, that I wanted to, to get to. I think what Emery's saying and what I'm trying to say is that while I agree that the super woke faction, that what I think is a small percentage, is bad and I think it's fascist and it's all that sort of stuff, I think we're conflating two completely different things. One is political policy and one is culture. And what we need to change is the culture. But what we cannot ignore is the political policy. So what I, what I think, what I see a lot of people like you do, and I'm not saying you, Daniel, I don't even know you, but I see a lot of people, I have, I have Bernie bro friends that are now voting for Trump. I have, people, I have people who are comedians, who are liberal, who are white, who are like, oh, I'm being told I can't get a comedy special on Netflix because I'm white. I'm voting for Trump. And I think because they're trying to change this culture, slow it down from going too fucking crazy. Okay. And what is that, Emery? I'll sh oh. Capture. He's capturing. I'll, sh the I'll show it to you. I'll show okay. it to you at the end of the show. Okay. Good. My roommate brought it to me and you're all going to love it. Okay, cool. Um, but I think that what we need to do is we need to push culture in the right way. But what we, but politically, we have to vote for the policies that are best represented to serve everybody. And when you look at these policies of, of a health care system, one side wants it, one side doesn't. A climate change. I mean, we can't be single voter issues. Ty can't just vote on whether I'm still or not. With, I'm still with you guys right. on, I'm not, I'm not on climate change you. I'm, and health care and all that general. stuff. I, yeah. And those are existential threats. And when people go like, well, I feel that Biden is as racist as Trump. First off, that's crazy. But let's say that's the same thing. Okay, so you, either way, you're going to get a racist. Which racist is going to help the planet, give you health care, up the minimum wage, give you time off? And to me, it's like, it's like, it's like we, we can't be one-issue voters. We can't yeah. be like the right-wing people that go, well, I'm Jewish, so I'm only going to vote with the guy that does for Israel. That's the same I'm as the not Catholic. A one going, issue voter, I'm only, you know? no, no, I know you're, I'm not talking yeah. to you. I'm saying in general. Right. Okay, I'm saying this specifically. I am a one issue voter, and I am only voting, I'm voting for the hair toucher as opposed to the pussy grabber. Right, exactly. The 13 year old rapist. But I, I think what we need to do is this we need to vote in people who serve our policy issues best, 
Right. And we need to keep pushing them in the direction we, nothing's gonna happen overnight. The right didn't get here overnight. It started with Reagan and it's been a slow push, comes ebbs and flows and whatever. We need to do the same thing on the left, get the people we want in, push them the direction we want. But culturally, culturally, mm -hmm. we need to say, look, I agree with this. That's what I do. I say, I agree with these people. I agree with Democrats. I'm a Democrat. I'm a liberal, blah, blah, blah. But you crazy liberal people culturally over here that are super woke and PC and all that, you're mm -hmm. fucking wrong and here's why. And we need to push the culture in the right direction and we, but we cannot abandon the political policies we need and like because of the fringe culture that's, that, that's fucking us over individually as comedians or Jews or blacks or, or atheists or whatever it is. We can't fuck that over and we have to keep pressure on them. But my point to what Ty's saying is that a lot of our friends, like people we know that are the Bernie bro guys, they'll, you and you pin them, they go, well, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna vote for Biden. But publicly, all they're doing is talking about Biden sucks, Biden's this, Biden's that. They don't do anything about Trump. And I'm like, the people that are looking at you, your young cousin who's just turned 18, they think you're not voting for Biden. They think yes, you saying, exactly. and, and to me, it's like, let's do that after the guy gets in. Let's get rid of Trump. Let's get Biden in. And as soon as he's in there, we need to go, this is what you're doing wrong. This is what we want you to do and push them then. But right mm -hmm. now we're in an existential threat. We need to get this motherfucker out and we need to get all on board and do the right fucking thing. And then culturally and politically, we have to push these motherfuckers in the direction we want. And I agree with you on that, absolutely. But we can't do it now, be splitting hairs when our fucking democracy is on the line. And I really believe that, that's just me. Yes. All right. Well, you know what? We got to get ready to wrap this up. Listen, you guys. Hey, first of all, I want to thank us. Let me give the first shout out to our producer, Paul, who was very patient with this episode. Thank you so much, bro. Well, thanks, I, 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 and and, and thanks, I'm, we're going to send you something extra. Um, <laughs> so I want to thank, uh, let me go on this end first. I want to thank everybody that commented on this end. Uh, Lamont, Allen, Krista, uh, my baby. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Reggie, uh, who else was in here? Uh, that was uh, in Corey, Showtime Robinson uh, was on there as well. And um, on this side, Derek Parlos, we had uh, Brett, we had Zen, we had Harley, we had a shit ton of people on this side as well. Thank yes. you. So listen, you guys, uh, and, uh, and to our guest, to our guest, uh, Emery Emery, and to Daniel, uh, both of you. Uh, we got great reviews on the show, by the way. People in, enjoyed the, the back and forth. And I, I, I want to sincerely thank you both for coming on. And, and I know, I know, Daniel, this was, you know, I know we had you, you questioned some stuff before we came <laughs> on. But you see, we're, we're very civil. We, we, yeah. we have regular, regular conversations. I, I didn't know what I was getting into. And uh, oh, I, I know. No, I, man, I we, 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 yeah. We're not assholes. I, I don't think I even ever met you. I know you're funny on stage. That's all I knew about oh, you. Oh, thank so you. I, I appreciate that. And it's hilarious that you're friends with Emery. I love, I love that. And yeah. I love Emery. And and that go. was just a really nice go. surprise to have Emery. Can I actually Thanks, kind of like something? Yes. We were supposed, have, gonna, we were supposed to also have a Trump supporter who didn't show up two, yeah. three oh. weeks in a row now. Yeah. That. We I, wanted I, a fence sitter and a Trump supporter, and we want a Bernie bro. We can't get one of those. Right. Well, what I was going to tell you guys is I'm launching a show. Uh, I, I, it's a vague plug because I have nowhere to direct you yet, but it will be on YouTube. And it's kind of to, to the point of what we were talking about. Uh, it's going to be, well, it's going to be a pro-Israel advocate, you know, push in the show because I want to do that. But I'm also specifically, specifically going to try and get on Democrats um, who, to talk with me. And I'm going to bring up all this stuff with them. 
and I'm going to try and use and use my power to reform the party from within. I have not go. given up. I have not given up. I understand. And and I've I have not. Everyone needs I, to fight intersectionalism. I, I have a lot I'm of, glad to hear I, it. I have a lot of friends that, as I do recognize, I mean, to you guys, this is like out there when I say, you know, and I saw your faces when I say Trump has been great for Israel. And I have, a, but in my world, which is where I know a lot of Jewish people, uh, they recognize that too. And I have a lot of friends, a lot of friends who have moved over to the right and, and switched parties. So when you're talking to me, in my world, I'm I'm like the radical, so to speak, who has not moved over. So like in your world, I'm the crazy one who's like not, you know, pushing the left thing. In my world, I am pushing for the left. It's it's just a perspective shift I'm asking you to take. But but um well when, when you I, what I want to do is I want to say to friends of mine, come back to the Democratic Party. Look, it's it's not a hostile place for Jews. Look, we are for Israel. I don't honestly know that I believe that message yet, so I'm going to try and push to make what I want to be true, true. Do you understand okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. And, and also stress them not to be single issue voters. Because yeah. the, there's far more big, there's far bigger issues. There won't be Jews, blacks, whites. I, I'm not in control of what other right? people, but I'm just telling sure, you in just my saying, world, to them, this yeah. is a lot, of, a lot of what I face, where I get more pressure from my friends to say, come over to the right. Like as much as you guys may be thinking, you're the pressure on me. I have more pressure from people close to me saying, what are you still doing on the left? And right. you see it if you look in the comments on my right. Facebook feed. It's a lot of people are saying, Danny's a conservative. They're not people on the left saying, calling me out as a conservative. They're people who are on the, are on the right or just move to the right being like, come on, Danny, you're conservative. Like, come join us. Come over to us, like the little souls pulling you in. Come over here. So, so as much as like you think I'm getting pressure on one way, I get a lot more pressure the other way. And what I'm doing, I, I, I would, I would ask you, Danny, to Daniel, to um, go look and see what some hardcore Trump supporters think about Jewish people. I Just, know, I know. I go on the message boards. I see this stuff. I'm not ignorant to it. And I'm, and and a lot of your points I was trying to tell you really resonate with me, and they are how I feel. And that's why I'm so frustrated. And and I do appreciate this platform. And I do appreciate the thoughts you guys shared with me. And I appreciate everything you guys say. And uh, I appreciate, we appreciate, we appreciate your perspective. Yes. And when you have your show, let us know and we'll, we'll push it. Emery, what do you have? So um, Lavi brought me this. Um, uh, she lives uh, on black Twitter, African-American woman. Um, and so I, I, I get to be exposed to that bubble. And uh, this is a, a, a meme for Anthony Fauci walking into work today. Let me get a plan. Hold on. <laughs> That's Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> basically, yeah. basically saying, basically, yeah, yeah, he, and that's again because because he has COVID. Um, <laughs> I like to thank our guests. I like yes. to thank our viewers. Uh, and you know, again, we are about a month and a half out, and, and I have to tell you Not guys, that we are tomorrow is one month. Yes, we we're a month out, and listen, you guys, if you think that this election is not worth voting for, or if you think voting third party is an option. I don't know what else to fucking tell you. If, How if you, long if, will this shit 
go on. Exactly. <laughs> if you're walking around with a mask on, if you're walking around with worried about your health care, if you if you can't go to certain parts of the country because you don't know whether you're going to get killed or not while you're jogging like an Ahmaud Arbery or whether you're going to get shot in your home like a Breonna Taylor, you need to get out and vote. And empathy, that's what's lacking. That's the reason why September 11th, you had a country mourning the 2,962 people killed. We don't have that empathy now, which is why 40% of the country doesn't give a fuck that 200,000 people have died. So empathy, we have to get back to that. Yes. Uh, and uh, Ian, close us out. Well, yeah, well, just uh, like our show, we have a Facebook page now, facebook.com slash critical and thinking. We go live there every Friday at noon. Uh, we don't do shit on our Patreon, but if you want to give us money just for the fuck of it, patreon.com slash critical and thinking. Also, you can download all of our episodes. Like we go live with the video every, every week on Facebook, but then it gets uploaded on all iTunes and Stitcher and all that sort of stuff. And that's where people get to know how many downloads we have. So please, even if you watch it, go download it, throw it away. I don't care. But why, listen to us uh, um, on the podcast networks. And you can find any of these guys real quick. Uh, Emery, do they want, where, where's the place they can find you? Uh, give me a call, 818-634-4070. Sweet. <laughs> Daniel, any place they got you want them to follow you? Uh, I have a podcast called Modern Day Philosophers, uh, where I talk philosophy with comedians. And I have uh, another one called the Dr. Pedia podcast, where I interview like the world's top doctors. Nice. Can I okay. ask Daniel one last question? Sure. When, uh, when, when Ty was going on about the 200,000 dead, were you sitting there going, yeah, get back to me when it's 6 million? <laughs> I knew, you know, That's as soon funny. as he said it, because I know Emery so well, and I know <laughs> comedy, you know, not, to, not in a braggy way, but I, you know, my brain works in jokes. I knew what the punchline before he hit the punchline. And, <laughs> yeah, I I, and, and because, and because it's Emery and he has such a great way of saying things, that still cracked me up. <laughs> but I just, uh, Hilarious. I, I knew where, I, I knew, I knew that I filled in the blank and, and I still loved it. And I want to put two, <laughs> um, you, next week, I'm not, we're not sure who our guest is, but uh, in two weeks from, uh, two weeks from uh, now, on the 14th, I believe, we're going to have um, uh, Daniele Bellelli, who's a good friend of mine, um, who is the, the host of a History on Fire podcast, which is a huge podcast. Oh, God, that's have. such a good podcast. Yeah. So Daniel, Daniele oh, is going to be, or Daniel's, I know, is going to be our, our, um, our guest next week. And we're going to talk fascism. We, we're going to do a, a, a few other uh, talk. We might even get, if I can get Richard Carrier on during the same time, we might talk some history of Jesus and some other stuff as well. So and on the, the 14th, two weeks from today, tune in and listen to Daniele Bolelli. Yeah. We'll, talk, we'll talk history. It'll be fun as hell. Uh, la last Richard Carrier, the guy who launched uh, Atheism Plus and infused that horrible uh, uh, ideology on atheism? Yeah, I, I, I think he's backtracked from that. Yeah. Um, yeah, tell him I said, fuck you. Hilarious. <laughs> Last shout out to mm -hmm. Lamont Ferguson, who said without a Franklin Ajay, there would not be a Lamont Ferguson. So nice. shout out to both of those great comedians, you guys. All we'll right. See you guys next week. Critical and Thinking Podcast, Ty Barnett. Ian Harris. Thanks, Emery. Thanks, Daniel. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.